What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski. Where we going in? No sheepskin, no lambskin, no rubber. Going in straight to the cheeks with no cover or protection. All right? Uncut, pure, unadulterated Roski in the building, ladies and gentlemen. The kind where you count it for your body count. You're going to count this one, ladies and gentlemen. Well, ladies. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up. Welcome to Monday Night Roski. Don't be a step dummy. You big dummy. Don't be a step dummy. You big dummy. We're going to talk about why being a step dummy before this age is actually foolish. You big dummy. Especially in today's day and age. And we got some other stuff. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have a couple of segments related to inside the average marriage and men setting boundaries. We're going to follow up on that Noah Hill situation, and we're going to have a therapist, I mean, a therapist join us. Well, he's going to break it down, and we're going to use this video. Anyway, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. New, 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 new world Mr. Order. Coach Alini. Better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with the whole effing show. Yes, yours truly, Mr. EWF, every woman's fantasy, and CGA, and the Black Moses of this. See God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. <laughs> to contribute to today's show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world Let's order. get into this real quick. Shout out to Henry Resilience. Is this the Moist Watkins stream or nah? All right, boy, you know Moist. You know he was watching me. You know he watches me. Watching you. All right, shout out to Boyce Watkins. Uh, is, was he actually a stepdad? I don't even know if he was a stepdaddy. Right, I know he married that old woman. They share Starburst together, but I'm not sure if he was. Was he actually a stepdaddy? You know, old Bill Cosby as a Coogee sweater wearing ass ninja, still living the same. Never mind, Coogee sweater wearing ass ninja. All right, them Bill Cosby Huxtable niggas. <laughs> Sorry, I almost got it. Them Bill Cosby Huxtable ninjas. All right, I forgot. I'm not on locals right now. <laughs> we got. We got a great show for you lined up. Uh, Justin O says this stream has been endorsed by the you know who. New, 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 new world order. All right. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Oh, boy. All right. And the nanny goat. We got our man, Corey. <laughs> Corey says, just got off my job. We in here, coach, indeed. The announcement. Has been paid for by the New World Order. Jay Cool says, Coach, based upon your new intro, I could have only wished literally five years ago to be where I am today. Five years ago, I had a boss screaming at me like I was a little child. Although I was a 51-year-old man, I have zero confidence and no way out. announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. He says, Order. now I have literally full confidence, make 50% more income than I did speak and think literally only in a positive way and improved even my outward appearance 
and this is only the beginning. Thank you for your help. And you said you're 51, mid 40s, and you got you got you got yourself in prime position to feel confident, man. And I'm gonna tell you, brothers, man, it is a battle. It is a battle, man. You know, a lot of men aren't born with confidence. People in general aren't born with a lot of confidence, right? So when we actually get to develop some self, a sense of self and some self-confidence, you know, a lot of people try to tear you down. So it's important that you deal with affirmations. You speak positively about yourself. I speak very positively about myself. All right. And I believe it too. Ninjas be like, you just saying that. No, I'm the king of kings, ninja. <laughs> Listen. Oh, and I believe I'm the best edutainment on YouTube, Ninja. This ain't, this is bar none. You know, these aren't just affirmations to make me believe, Ninja. I'm every woman's fantasy. <laughs> All right, come on. You know what I mean? You know, if you know, you know. But uh, you got to speak positive about yourself because a lot of people will tear you down. Oddly enough, you know, people are in the business of uh, seeing you feel bad about yourself. A lot of people are in the business of making you feel, you know what they want to do? They want to rescue you. They want to be like, don't feel bad about yourself. Speak positively about yourself. And then I'll be like, I'm going to speak positively about myself. You ain't all that. <laughs> all right. Hey, doesn't matter what you're doing, what you, what you are. You got to be in it and you got to have a belief system in yourself, man. But look, man, uh, guys, it's not easy for a guy to have confidence at all. It's not easy. And much of it has to do with, what you know, your own self-belief. Um, and, uh, not only that, you got to speak it every day. Don't speak negative, uh, about yourself and also accept, accept, accept your, um, accept your flaws. Now that doesn't mean you have to not work on flaws. Just realize you can't be everybody to everybody. You can't be everything to everybody. So I have certain quirks that some people cannot deal with. Yes. I'm a little hard to please. And I don't really like ups and downs. I write, you know what I mean? Listen, I hate to be self-describing. I know who I am, and I accept that shit, <laughs> right? And I don't try to be other things to please other people, knowing that I'm going to be miserable just to make them happy. So at the end of it, I'm like, I know what I do. I know my rhythm. This is what I am, accept it or not. And most people, because I'm valuable, they either have to accept it. But I love being here to be able to speak confidence into men hopefully not to motivate you but to inspire you and uh you can be at the bottom as a man in the united states and you can make it to relatively the top and you never know how long i'm able to do this so i do this hard pause we had a brother here that was going to talk about this here and he says um he says the wayfarer says you teach uh you teach us to think critically admittedly um we are not always able to connect the dots so it becomes necessary to ask questions objectively You'll agree that this applies to your take on things. For some, this is not to undermine your credibility, but to clarify things to gain proper understanding. Unfortunately, this is not easy to do as the intent of the question could be misunderstood as antagonistic. This is that long-ass one that I was going to cover. Given the nature of this space, sometimes perhaps questions. Okay, what's the question? <laughs> right? What is the question? How would you suggest we seek such clarification from you? Also, what is your position on unwarranted attacks? Okay. That, was that the question? I should have just read the bottom line. Okay. I have a headache. I have a headache. But, um, <laughs> all right. 
All right, uh, let's see what's going on here. Oh, uh, what, what what are we doing? I'm confused. I'm confused. But uh, what is your position on unwarranted attacks? Are you getting attacked or me? I don't know what's going on here. That was a lot. Okay. I'm still confused. Sometimes, <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened here. Because there was a question in there. Okay. All right, shout out to, uh, shout out to, we're going to call you A.B., what happened to the Monkey Sampanzee channel? Well, it exists, but it, it's, it's under a different name. It's under some normie content. But, um, but the Monkey Sampanzee channel was one of the original channels that I put a lot of effort in, and they did not monetize it. I got the right amount of sub. This was back in 2019, and I got it monetized. I got it ready to go. I'm sorry. I got it ready to go. I had the right amount of subs, right amount of views in a relatively short amount of time. I think it was like maybe two months. Less than two months, I got it all ready to go. And they said, this channel will not be monetized. I was like, well, it sure ain't going to be on any YouTube. Uh, shout out to Cortez, says, great shows, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, last one, last two, Justin O says, oh, I got you already. He said the stream will be endorsed by. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. And George... George's M says, tried to tried the step dummy dummy stuff. Lots of time, waste of money. He tried to be the step dummy and waste of money. And we're going to talk about why you shouldn't. Okay. All right. Where are we at here? I got to figure out where I am. All right. You know, this gets hard sometimes. <laughs> oh, we're on Straggling Sniggle Theater. Let's do it. No doom and gloom today. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater. Yeah, somebody says 3K viewers. I think we had a combined concurrent 3.5. I saw 3,500 at one particular point out the corner of my eye. But there was 3.5K uh, concurrent. That means there was probably 6 to 8, that 8K coming in and out of the stream. All right, so always the top number, whatever the peak number is, that is the peak concurrent. Plus, that was 3K. Plus, there was 200 on the other channels um, going on here. So we had a great, great big audience. A lot of people first time hearing from me. So I hope they were able to stick around. Most of the time, you lose the audience after one stream. Uh, but a lot of people saw it. Anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get to it. Coach Gang showed up and showed out. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's check in on Kamala Harris. Where you been, baby? Let's check in on Kamala. Every few times, we got to check in on our future president of the United States. All right, yes. And we're going to see what she talking about. All right, for some reason, she lost in the sauce. And um, she has some important shit to say every now and then. And um, let's hear what she has to say here. Let's see what Kamala talking about. Community banks are in the community. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, that is called Bidenomics. <laughs> Come with me, and you'll be in a world of. I'm gonna have to turn that down. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, community banks are in the co community banks are in the community. Oh my Lord Jesus, man! I don't know. I don't know what we gonna do, man. If she ever gets to the top. You know, we got to get Biden through the next, uh, what it looks like, 16 to 17 months. 
we got to get Biden through 17 months and it's getting getting kind of hectic. I don't believe we can do it. Um, and certain and certainly <laughs> sneezing on camera. And certainly this woman here is gonna take us down into the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what it's going to be pretty much. Uh, the community banks are in the community. The community banks are in the community. She can sum it up very well. Yeah, she speaks in rhythm and rhyme. All right. The next one is going to be first date with male privilege. First date with male privilege. So you hear a lot of time, men have male privilege. You know, these goofy feminists, male privilege. Well, this woman, it looks like I'm not sure if she's from the Ukraine. I don't know what she or Natasha. Well, what happens is, what happens is, I guess somebody took her out into a fighter tank so she can experience what male privilege is. And I don't know if you know, some of these, um, some of these troops, some of these regimes that go through war, they might sometimes have a pretty young thing around to keep them motivated. Now, the purpose of that job, of the woman's job, is to provide some inspiration, have some punani around. Now, she gets skitty pop, pop, pop. It is what it is. But she's never really put in harm way. So this is her first date with male privilege. Let's go ahead and go. Uh, here it is right here. Oh, okay. That's why I turned it down. So she's in a fighter tank. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Male privilege. Oh, boy. You're going to put armory in there? You're going to put ammunition? All right. This is male privilege, ladies. Next time you say male privilege, this is what you should be going here. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? Oh, no. What is this? Look at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Male privilege. Uh, imagine what's firing back at you. Oh, no. Not fire. Oh, boy. No. Oh, it's so loud. And it smells like, oh, it smells like gunpowder. Oh, look at her. She can't even stand the smell. Oh, it's disgusting. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Leave me alone. Get me out of here. Let me out. She can't handle it. Look at her. Oh, gosh, it was so loud, too. Look at me. No, I can't look at you. Male privilege. <laughs> you guys are masculine privilege and toxic masculinity. It's toxic. This is very toxic. Here we go. Make love, not war. No, I don't want any more. Can I get out now? No, they're hitting you back. They try to skinny pop. I don't feel like it. I'm going to end this war right now. <laughs> look at her male privilege. Male privilege. Uh, take a look at these facial expressions. Oh, boy. Oh, my. These people are so aggressive. These people need have tempers. They need therapy. I'm going to need therapy after this. Oh, boy. This is scary. Jesus. New male privilege. It's the It's a patriarchy. All right, yes, the patriarchy right there. That's the patriarchy. Wait till they start shooting back. <laughs> All right, wait till they start skinny pop, pop, pop. And a boom, 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 boom. All right, they're going to be done. I want to see what happens when they skinny pop, pop. I want to see what happens when they start shooting back. I want to see what that male privilege look like then. Yeah, they don't need no man, huh? I don't need no man. Oh, my gosh, wait a minute. They're skinny pop, popping us. <laughs> here we go right here. I want to see your coughing up uh, gun smoke here. Hold on for a second. Look at it. Look at the gunpowder. Wow, she's going to try to stick her nose up the, the hole right there to enter into the tank. Oh, my God. It's so stinky. Oh, it stinks. Oh. 
<laughs> look at her. She tried to. No, I can't look at you. There's gunpowder in the air. All right, can you load it up? No, I can't do it. This is why you can't send them in, man. No, no skinny pop pop. No, help me. Somebody save me from these toxically masculine men. <laughs> All right. These men are toxic. Get to the next one here. Oh, this woman here. This woman. This woman has spent how much money on her body, guys? Just wait till you see what these skeezers are out here doing. So this skeezer right here, you can tell. According to Quarantino the God, she's a manufactured bitch. Yes. It's barbecue in there. Indeed. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Manufactured. I mean, she's got everything. Total fake. I mean, everything's fake on this one. But let's see how fake everything is. Had my BBL. Uh, I've had a tummy tuck. My second breast augmentation. I've had blepharoplasty, which is where they remove the skin from the eyelid. I've had buccal fat removal, which is where they take the fat from the cheeks. And also I've had a fox eye lift and liposuction. I think that's all. Hi, my name is Lara. I'm 22 years old and I've had six surgeries in Turkey. So the first time I had surgery in Turkey was about two to three years ago. It was actually during COVID. I had my BBL. So how would you describe your experience having cosmetic surgery in Turkey? I would say it, it was really good. Um, I had some little moments that were you know a little bit scary you can say but i think that's these things happen in surgery and they happen all the time you need to like deal with the consequences i think you just have to think about that before you actually go ahead and do the surgery i mean you pay all that to look like this i mean you pay all that money to look like a chunky pog that's what you pay is that what you were aiming for pog (laughs) right all right, I want to be attractive to uh, low-grade, low-quality black men. How, uh, what, how much is that going to cost me? <laughs> it doesn't matter. How much to be the peak attraction for black men in Miami, Florida? Yes, I, that's what I want. Put, put that on me. Put that on me. Yeah, she got bad skin. Now, this is the one I don't get. This is one I don't get where she ripped the eyelash. What's she? Look, she ripped the eyelids off. She ripped her eyelids off. And pro athletes, yeah. How in the hell did you rip your eyelids off? How do we look like a mud shark? I want to look like a mud shark. I want to look like I have, I want to have, look like I have three. Uh, two baby daddies, three kids by two black baby daddies. Give me the best look. <laughs> like, you didn't have to pay nothing. You could have let yourself go. Oh, my goodness, man. This is terrible. Look, I mean, look at she's got the fake. What is this? What is this? And, of course, she has extensions in her hair. Um, bamboo earrings, at least two pair. Now, take a look. Take a look at this. She's got a BBL. This looks natural, actually, for her body type. This is not, you could have just waited and you could have ate some, uh, you could have ate some, you could have ate some hot Cheetos and drank grape soda and you could have got the same body. All right. <laughs> you could have got the same body, body by hostess. All right. What else do you got? Yo, this is crazy, man. I'm telling you, man. Oh, by the way, you know, I lived in Southern California and I uh, lived in the land of make-believe, the nine, the nuts and honey. 
Um, lots of manufacturer beaches, beaches out there. And I actually knew a lot of, pla- I knew some plastic surgeons. Um, man, a lot of women get addicted to plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. They do. And so they can never have enough. They start, if you start plastic surgery as a lady, you're, you're not going to stop. All right. You're going to keep going. And, um, actually knew a plastic surgeon that got sued by a woman. Um, he, she tried to meet to him and, um, and I, I was very close to their family. And uh, what happened was it, it was on the news, too. It got on the news. And I was like, dang. And I called up the, the wife because I was closer to the wife. Like, you could reach the wife faster. So I called up the wife. I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, man, this crazy. This woman is crazy. So that woman had been after them for a long time. And she had had, like, 50-plus surgeries or something crazy, like crazy-ass amount of surgery. So she was like, she'd been a problem the entire time. Now she's just reaching, trying to meet, too. Right. It's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, man, people get addicted to surgeries. All right. Next one here. Let's take a look on the blade. Ladies and gentlemen, on the blade in a city near you. Let's take a look here. Uh, shout out to Dash Cam City Tours. Ninjas, y'all can make content, man. Y'all content creators, y'all slacking on your pimping. I got a dash cam. All you need is a dash cam. He got, he's got uh, 2,000 subs, but the video's got almost a half a million views. Check what's happening here. What city is this? All the way from Pomona. Uh-oh, Pomona, not the IE. Uh-oh, look at this piece of calico. God, uh, oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, Daddy. Big Snoop Dogg, and she is all ears. Lord have mercy. Look out. <laughs> They out here wilding in Los Angeles County. Good, 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 God, good night. Get him, daddy. They out here ninjas. Is, hey, y'all, th- hey, if you ain't liking 304 culture, y'all better do something about it because they out here brave with it out here. Okay, daddy. Indeed. Look out, man. Boy, the blade is hot. The blade is hot. All right. Anyway, she's smiling, and of course, if they smiling, they working. All right. If they smiling, they working. All right. A lot of ninjas would fold right now. Ninjas will be starving right there. Yeah, that brother's starving. They driving over to Pomona right now to fold. He said the popo. All right, man. Look, it's crazy out here. And by the way, Los Angeles County not prosecuting the women that work. They're not prosecuting. So you're gonna see more of that in the city near you, Manhattan. I think. Um, what was the latest one that we reported on? Dallas, Seattle. I mean, these the the, the mecca the mecca liberal cities. It's wide open, ninja. Mm. It's wide open. <laughs> All right, ninjas are starving. Indeed. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? We have oh Logan Paul's girl. If you joined us on Kick earlier today, we were on Kick after the morning stream. Logan Paul's girlfriend. This dude, Dylan Dennis, whatever this guy's name is, he is exposing the hell out of Logan Paul's fiance. Now, this is going to be one of those things that a lot of dudes don't understand about women. Now, if you want to go ahead, I'm not going to break it down much today. But, um, guys, women are sexual. Women are openly sexual. This is what they do. They have higher body counts than men. They don't think so, but they don't know that the average men barely can get three women his entire life. But listen to Logan Paul's fiance. I'm thinking this is around the time they started dating. And when they started dating, they withheld, they didn't have sex for a long time. He thought she was the one. He wanted to treat her like she was pure. But this is her 
sending, I don't know, posting a video on Snapchat about it. Let's hear it. By the way, I'm very proud of myself. This is the longest I've ever gone without sex since I started. Obviously, it's driving me crazy. I am struggling. I need penis inside of me. ASAP. Like, all I want is, like, a big, fat sausage just destroying my body. Well. So, if any of you guys know a good dick that doesn't have STDs on it, I'll take it. Right. She said, I'll take it. Oh, my goodness. Let us know. I'll take it. What? STDs on it. What? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. I'll take it. What? I'll take it. Oh, no. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, man, Logan. God dang. Oh, the humanity. Don't go out like that, Logan. She want that. She want to. She wants to get throttled, she says. And, guys, this is what I've been trying to warn you that this is modern women. Once they've been throttled, the, the world's been trying to tell them for a long time. <laughs> I mean penis hold up. inside of me. Oh, my Lord. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's pull it up here. What's she say? I mean penis inside of me. Oh. Penis inside of me. Oh. I mean penis inside of me. Oh, what else you want? ASAP. ASAP. Like all I want uh -huh. is like a big fat oh. sausage. What? Destroying my body. Destroy. Sausage, just what? Destroying my body, just destroying my body, destroying my body, destroying my body, destroying my body. Yeah, uh, yeah, she on the, yeah, she on the, she starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. She said, hey, sapidly, bring it over. She said, destroying my body. Hold up. Where is it at? Just destroying my body. Oh. Destroying my body. Destroying. Destroying my body. Oh, she a sadist out here. She definitely on that. What? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Be careful. Not my girl, coach. Not my girl. <laughs> She also wants the train. She does want that train yang. She on the dark side. We already know, man. And I didn't seen her. Yes, I didn't seen her over there. <laughs> She's my kind of gal. You're my kind of gal. Uh, listen, I'm not talking about you out here. You're my kind of gal. As a matter of fact, she looks familiar out here. Let me see here. She definitely looking a little familiar out here. Let me see what we got. Yeah, man, it, it's kind of looking like, you know what I mean? This is what they want. Remember, there's no victims. There's volunteers. There's no victims. They're volunteers, gentlemen. They ain't out here. They out here volunteering. They want this, man. I know you ninjas out there thinking they don't want this. I'll save her, coach. I'll save her ninjas out here putting on a cape. Get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. This is what they want to do. Ninja, hey, man, when will y'all tell me? Freak a leak. <laughs> Talisha, Rashina, Tamisha, LaShonda. Freak a leak. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man, I think men are the ones who are messed up out here. 
they wants to be freaky. Can we get freaky tonight? I got so many things on my mind. I love it when the girl's so fine. I like it when you do me, do me, do me, do me. <laughs> Come on, man. They just don't be mad at me, right? Y'all they're just mad at me. It's barbecue in there. Come on, man. It's it's a cold, cold, evil ass world out here. It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> All right. Don't be mad at me, man. Y'all be y'all captain save a hoes be out here, man. Look, they out here ra- they out here raring to go. <laughs> that's Dragless Nickel Theater, man. Let's get back to the rest of the show. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? I think, I think if men listen to me, just listen, hear me out, men, hear me out. If men would not judge women so harshly, women used to judge women, they, they're always going to judge them. But if men, especially men who don't have a lot of experience, if men didn't judge women so harshly, they would be gone a long time ago. They would have been here 20 years ago. How did you get here? These hoes are supposed to be here. (laughs) Don't be mad at me. I'm just showing you what the world is out here. And it's an evil world we live in. Man, don't save these 304s, man. We need them. I don't mind them. You know what I mean? They, They have a place in our society. Every bottom feeder, every person has a place. Every person has a place. They was in the Bible. They was rampant in the Bible. They was rampant in the Bible. It wasn't like they weren't not in the Bible. They talked about them a lot in the Bible as if it was always on their mind. Samson was hooked on 304s. Samson could not stop with 304s. And matter of fact, he liked 304s from the other tribe. His mother was like, why you dating them white bitches? All right, why you out here with these white girls all the time? He's like, I like them. Even Jesus himself, even Jesus himself cavorted with the 304s. This, mm. <laughs> Jesus hung out with a known 304. And, you know, I don't know what he was doing with her. Apparently, he was a mentor. David was all on the 304s. They all over the place, fam. They ain't never going nowhere. They just going to always be here. <laughs> Yeah, he Samson loved the Philistine women. He's like, them Philistine women, they feed out. Samson was like, they got they feed out all the time. And the Philistine woman tried to take him out. Yeah, she did. She tried to get him. It was like, he liked Philistines. <laughs> he liked them Philistine slimmies. And it was like, sick him. Put this Philistine on her. Her name's Sunshine. Because her peace leaves so good if you threw it in the air. Delilah's piece of leave, turn in the sunshine. <laughs> All right, come on, man. All right, I'm a mentor to a lot of women. I'm a mentor to a lot of women, too. That's why when they ask you, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a mentor. Oh, like Jesus, huh? Well, Mary, are you in a bind? I'm in a bind, Nate. N- yes, Mary, you're in a bind. I think I can help you. Your rent's due, motherfucker. She says, okay, daddy. We have an understanding. We have an understanding. Back to the Super Chats. Because Sligo and the Sauce is dropping his wallet over there. All right, what do we got here? Sligo is the Sauce Coach. You are on fire. He says, you're making the Russ Limbaugh days look like it was just practice. LOL. How in the hell 
Are you keeping up the pace? It's impressive. Paying my dues and shout out to the coach gang. Sometimes I ask myself this. The one motivating fact that I have, just so if you know, I'm trying to be the Tupac of this, all right, but without the bullets, all right, but work ethic wise, all right, because I wake up, I'm like, I never, ne- I never know if this will be the last day. I never know if nobody will watch. I never know. So I'm just like, let me put out as much shit as I can while I can, <laughs> all right? All right, if I have the ability to do it, I'm going to do it, all right? And that one day I might come on here, log on live, it'll be one viewer. I'm going to be like, well, it's, I guess it's just me and you. <laughs> I guess it's just me and you. It's going to be one ninja watching me. All right. I don't know when that day will be. It could be in 10 years. It could be in five years. But until then, I'm going to be on my shit. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go flip burgers because there's a place for them too. <laughs> I'm going to have to go get a job. All right. Shout out to Sligo. And uh, Be Real Mahogany says Step Daddy Academy begins 9 1 23. Week one, order school supplies and uniforms. Shout out to you. Yes. Mm. All right. <laughs> oh, I'll be pushing through it, man. Actually, I have to tell myself to stop doing this. All right. But at some particular time. Um, where are we at here? Sligo says, might be swinging back through Vegas after my friend and I drive down the coast from Cannon Beach to San Francisco. We got lucky as uh, we got lucky as hell bumping into each other last time, he says, but if we come back through Vegas instead of further south, it would be nice to see you again. Yeah, man, let me know. He says, remember when women kept diaries and would kill you if you would go near it? He says, the world has changed. That streetwalker was hot, but I wouldn't pick one up on the street if it was free. I wouldn't even do it either. I don't pick up streetwalkers. And I advise everyone else to follow that policy regardless of looks. Yes, don't pick up streetwalkers. Ninja, you asking for it. All right, so actually, we had to talk about that. We had to talk about Coach Avelli, huh? Coach Avelli. Oh, we got a new nickname. Shout out to E. Coach Avelli in the building. Um, Yeah, don't pick up Streetwalkers. That's something that we don't advise. All right, we don't play. I don't play that game. Now, if you do it, Ninja, and you know how to do it, you do it. But uh, too much bullshit for, with them. All right, I don't mess around with them. Juan Premier says, I'm waiting on that Spotify check. For real, fam. I'm I'm seeing it just get paid. I'm like, come on, where my check, Spotify? Where it at? I'm the best, <laughs> right? You got these whack people can't run, run show, man. I, hey, man, it's only me, too. I ain't even got no crew. Shout out to you. Thank you, Sligo, man, for dropping. Oh, I got to give you your reps here. I got to give you your reps. I'm ripped, Shout out to you. <laughs> I'm ripped, Last one. Shout out to you, Sligo. Thank you, brother, man. Thank you, brother. All right, what do we got here? AB says, Jesus had them 304s like... Okay, daddy. He did. Well, you know, he was mentoring them. Because <laughs> the people, uh, followers of Cheese will be mad at me. Yes, I need money. Says, make money. He says, money making Monday. Aston on me. Shout out to me, Aston. I appreciate you, man. All right, shout out to you. We got Kevin G. I firmly believe $250 in cognac. I could clap Kamala. And he says, wasn't Jesus Mama a 304 version bishes? Version bish Boprego. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that story. Listen, I don't want to piss off the Christians. I don't want to piss off the Christians. But that story's suspect. I know. 
but I know 14-year-old girls. <laughs> they be lying. This is not me. Just, I'm not trying to shit on. I'm not trying to shit on the religion, but y'all, y'all banking on a 14 year old girl. Like you putting your hopes and faith, but shout out to my Christians. <laughs> just let you know, because if you break the story down, you're like. All right, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, just apply it to the day. Just apply that shit to the day. Apply that shit today. Some girl from the hood, she goes and follows the star. She's over there. She's like, <laughs> she's like, um, I'm pregnant. You like, I done told you to keep your legs closed, but I never had sex. It's the Lord's child. Mm. What would you do? What do you do with that information? You'd be like, hmm. You sure? What about that 67-year-old old white man that you're with named Joseph? You think that guy right there might have been penetrating you? 67-year-old white man? 14-year-old woman? Hmm. All right, anyway. I don't want to commit blasphemy, but I just, I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All right, anyway. You didn't have any sex. Okay. Anyway. I think. I think Joseph was a daddy. I'm a baby. All right. Anyway. I'm just somebody got to tell me something. I'm going to sit y'all down. Lie detector. Be, I mean, put a lie detector text on these niggas. I'm a baby. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Shout out. Yeah. Or whoever he was. Middle Eastern. Anyway. Joseph, I got some questions, fam. I'm a baby. Right, anyway. Uh, listen, I need a DNA test on all these kids. I ain't listening to no 14-year-old girl. But uh, anyway, that's just me. <laughs> I got to check in where? <laughs> Who I got to check in with now? Yeah, man. I, had to, I was in the Vatican. I was at the Vatican, and I had to check in because I had questions and nobody wanted to answer them. All right, shout out to I Need Money. He said, Mint Ashton, shout out to you. Okay, uh, let me see here. I'm just trying to make sense of some shit. You know what I mean? Act like you, like a, you know, a 14-year-old Latina chick rolled up and was like, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? And you would be like, God damn. Hey, Seuss, who are you pregnant with? Hey, Seuss, whose baby is that? Oh, it's Jose. Jose, you knocked up um, Marius, Maurice, you knocked up Marie, Maria, Jose, 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 you knocked up Maria, oh no, Jose like, no bueno, all right, anyway, All right, Jose standing over there, right there, eating his burrito like, no me gusta. <laughs> it's Pedro's. <laughs> All right, man. Maria, Marisol, Maritza. Now, me no touch her. Me no put no hands on her. Me no put no hands on her. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go. Look, I am. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. I, it's going to be one of them. Listen. 
you're like um <laughs> all right let me stop all right because i'm the christians are mad now maryland guys in the building maryland guy says my cousin blew through his 15k savings for his ex's ch- children daycare his ex's children's daycare you what you said i should read the screen there he says this is why not to be a step dunny so you got a $15,000 saving. You blow it on your ex's child's daycare. Maybe you should have said child. Ex's child daycare. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, step dummy season is here. Step dummy season is here. Remember when that girl, big dummy. Remember when that girl, uh, Brittany Renner was like, it's stepdaddy season. How's that going for Brittany Renner, by the way? How's that going? This is absolutely reprehensible. I'm sure she is floundering at stepdaddy season. I know I think I got everybody here. Did I get, oh, Kevin G says, uh, Steve Harvey and Harry have learned from Joseph the King Simp. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Shout out to Joseph the King Simp there, man. Damn, 2,000 years later. 2,000 years later. By the way, uh, no government name says uh, she was uh, with a Roman soldier Name redacted. Oh, now it's making sense. Jose, Josef was a distraction. Josef was stepdaddy. And a Roman soldier was, by the way, man, if you've never been to Rome, if you've never been where the Christians roam, you know, if you've never been, you need to go, man. This is a great experience for the religious people. And I need to get over to Israel. All right, or whatever they call it, Palestine. I need to get over to these lands and walk the lands of the people who we celebrate every every year. These are important people. They became very important to us. I want to go to Sodom and Gomorrah. I want to see if they're still clapping cheeks over there and licking them low. I want to see what's going on. Actually, I know what's going on. It is a very small rock. These things are definitely... um. Played up in our head bigger than they are. You must travel. You must travel. You must travel. <laughs> it's crazy. I've walked, I've walked these streets of Rome where a lot of people walked before the child Christ God came to us. Like they were here before them and I was walking the streets and they were like Cleopatra and Julius Caesar. They walked this street together. I was like, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. It's astonishing. It is astonishing to be able to walk these lands because in America, America, we don't have, we don't have a good history past like the 1600s here. But when you can walk back where people walked 2,000 years ago and it's evident and proof, oh, it's unbelievable. You know, we wiped out the Native Americans here, so we wiped off any significant history from the last 2,000 years. So we don't know nothing. That happened past 1600, right? Or 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. (laughs) All right, anyway, I need to go back. I need to go back, and they need to go back to see the King of Kings return. All right, anyway, here. All right, and um, shout out to the people who believe, you know what I mean? Shout out to my believing people, my faithful people. And uh, listen, we are all sinners, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And all you have to do is repent, pray, pray. And if you do, all your sins will be washed away. 
All your sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Filled with the Holy Ghost, I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. Indeed. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Shout out to my, I mean, listen, I'm all for everybody. We're all sinners. All of us. So, hey, he who is without sin, may you cast the first stone. Yeah. So don't judge me. Judge not, least ye be judged. All right, I know my Bible. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Judge judge not, least ye be judged. All right, I don't want to see no judging over here. Shame, shame, shame. All right, here we go. (laughs) I don't have to check in when I get in the church. I don't. And let the Lord say, and let everybody in the uh, congregation say amen. And by the way, ladies, I will be having a special service for you in the back. Well. Mm. (laughs) All right, here we go. Shout out to Timothy Garnett says the most high knew Joseph was a sucker. Step dummy. You big dummy. (laughs) All right, step dummy. All right, step dummies in the building, man. That was a good segue. Let's get back to the show, man. We done pissed off some people today. It's someday it's your day, man. Someday it's your day. What do we got here? Uh, Men setting boundaries for themselves. Remember the Jonah Hill fiasco? I said Noah Hill, I think. Jonah Hill. Remember Jonah Hill? He was the guy from, um, well, I can't say what race or people. You know I can't say that. Kanye, chime in. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Well, Jonah Hill's girlfriend. (laughs) Jonah Hill's girlfriend claimed that he was abusive. I'm going to pop this up here. And we're going to have a therapist join us today, not live. But uh, Jonah Hill, if you don't remember, this girlfriend was a surfer. Remember this chick? Her name is Sarah Brady. And uh, she claimed that Jonah, I did a stream on this already. She claimed that Jonah was abusive for, he believes he was setting boundaries. He basically was like, well, I don't want a girlfriend. That's an insta thought. And he basically was like, well, listen, uh, you can go your own way. I'm not going to associate with you because I'm setting boundaries. Now, they were saying he was using boundaries the wrong way, which is news to all of us, because these pseudo-psychologists from the University of California at Berserkly, they study this shit. Now, we're going to have a therapist, presumably from the California Berserkly Institute, all right, and they're gonna, he's going to tell us why Jonah Hill was wrong, okay? <laughs> Jonah Hill was wrong for setting boundaries. He was manipulating Sarah Brady. Are you ready for this? Oh, my goodness. This is about to be. Y'all ready for this? Now, put your brain on because you're probably going to get a little fatigue for the mental work you're about to do. Remember, do the work. All right, so let's take you here. This is a guy named the Generic Art Dad. So you already know this is going to be some Peter Pan shit. All right, this is going to be some tippy-toe. All right, what I learned from the Jonah Hill message. Now, there's, I think it's one guy playing three characters, but they're going to have a teaching. They're going to teach. So put on your mental work cap. Here we go. Brady text messages are manipulative. Don't defend him. I'm not defending him. I'm just trying to pinpoint, like, what makes it manipulative. He's using boundaries to control her. You told your mom that your boundary means that she's not allowed to raise her voice at you. Yeah, because that's 
my limitation. Which you're using to tell her how to speak. So I should just let her yell at me? Hey, hey guys. Oh my god. That's not, that's not actually how you set a boundary. Who are you? Alright, so just so you can catch up now, you can see that there's one person playing three characters. You got the hat to the bat guy, you got some guy swatting flies, and then you got a fairy. Remember I told you it's going to be some Peter Pan shit. So it's, it's going to move pretty fast. But the Peter Pan guy is now going to tell you that he was, Jonah Hill was manipulating Sarah Brady. Now, this shit is going to get weird. Let's go ahead and go here. Ooh, I'm the therapy fair. It doesn't matter. You're not telling your mom that she's not allowed to raise her voice to you. You're saying that you won't tolerate that behavior. And if she does it, you're going to leave. Is that a scepter? Yeah, I couldn't find my kid's wand. But didn't Jonah say, if you're not okay with my boundaries, we don't need to be in a relationship? So this is actually a really good illustration of why manipulation could be so insidious, because this is actually a conversation about rules and expectations in a relationship. Disgusting. No, these are actually really important things for people to talk about. Jonah's approach, however, was controlling. Okay, so starting right here, starting right here, this is why, this is why I don't go to these people. This is why I don't go to these people. So they're saying it was good. This the start the conversation. As you can see, they're also using a lot of distractive techniques to distract you, right? So you don't understand. You got the fly swatter guy. You got the guy asking if there's a scepter. So you got a lot of Jedi mind tricks going on here. So you really got to go in. Yeah, my head hurts too. This is why I can't be in therapy. <laughs> All right. I'll just stay here. So now he's saying, I have to stop it. Yes. Because we have to catch up. He's saying, yes, the Jonah Hill thing was fine. He was setting boundaries, but he is indeed using it the wrong way. And he was controlling. He was controlling her by setting his boundary that he didn't know want to be with her based on her behavior. Let's 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 hear what we got to hear here. Because the word boundaries has a lot of gravity to it. Yeah, that was actually the first problem was framing it as a boundary. Is it like a self-defense thing? Huh? The scepter. No. See, you, you see that? The distraction? You see the distraction? They're trying to give you this, but now they're distracting you with the scepter. What, what, what is this shit? All right, this is now I'm now I'm convinced they're bullshitting. Just spit the shit out. All right, here we go. Oh. Sneaking into people's backyards, doing gorilla therapy. What is that? I don't know. You tell us, David Blaine. I've never heard of it. it. Uh, I actually still want to talk about the Jonah Hill thing. Right. Um... With rules and expectations in a relationship, there comes a point where the requests become inappropriate. He cannot tell a surfer that she's not allowed to surf with men or who she's allowed to be friends with. That's clearly him trying to change her. But change doesn't necessarily mean manipulative, right? Well, it's still controlling. And oh, boy. Now, I believe... <laughs> I believe that he literally said, you can go fly away. Fly like an eagle. He was like, you can go your own way. I'm done. He literally broke up with her. And in most case scenarios, when men break up with women, they don't like it. It's controlling. She, she wants to work it out. Like, women can't let men break up with them. They can really get dumped. It's a process to dump a woman. He literally dumped her. And now it's his problem. It's his fault. He's the problem because he dumped her. And it's all Jermaine all right, but let's listen. If a woman dumps a man and he says, I ain't letting you leave, bitch, guess what? He controlling. <laughs> but if I dump a woman and she says, I'm not going to let this relationship end like this, she's not controlling. Let's continue here. 
there's like a lot more to this. Like the fact he already knew she was a surfer. Yeah, he's known her friends, he's seen her Instagram, but he still waited until she was invested in the relationship. Maybe Okay. He didn't realize it at first. Highly doubtful, but even still, the bigger issue is how he talks to her. He's very condescending, and he kind of frames the whole thing like it's her responsibility to fix his emotions. Oh, wait! Man, bruh. So it wasn't what he said, it's how he said it, a.k.a. Kevin Samuels. It's not what you said, it's how you said it. So it's how you said it. So you skipped on about the boundary shit. Now you're going into the condescending, how he said it. You skipped over also the fact that, oh, he did know she was a surfer and all that shit. That don't mean nothing. He ended up, he probably knew and said, I don't want my woman to be a whore. All right, and then skedaddle. Here we go. So we got the victim shit. Let's go. So why do we even talk about these things if our partners aren't going to help? That's not what I said. You just need to be collaborative. Here's something I'm struggling with, but I also want you to feel like a fully autonomous human being. So I'm hoping that maybe we could come up with some solutions where both of our needs are met. <laughs> let's come up with some solution. Remember, I'm going to tell you, let's come up with some solutions where both of our needs are met. That's called breaking up. That's called breaking up. Now, here's the thing. If, and, and let's just talk about this. Men don't get in relationships for this. I'm going to say it again. Men don't get in relationships for this type of shit. This is stuff that is highly geared towards women shit and gumps. Most men get into relationships to get some at-home pussy. That's why we get into it. That's number one. Number two, we want to choose a woman to impregnate. All the rest of this stuff is fluff. It's just too much. All right, we don't want to deal with this. Why? Because we already have a job over here. We got a job over here. And if the shit ain't going our way, we literally be like, never mind. Go bye-bye. <laughs> right. It's too expensive. Yeah, it's too. he says talk is cheap nowadays. Talk is way too cheap. We need to start charging people for talking. Right? Every time your girl want to talk, we ch charging you. But ninjas want to think we could just talk, 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 talk ourselves into a circle. Nah, hell no. Nope. No. You want to do all this, go find somebody else, right? I don't want to do all this. And so then they think guys want to, let's work it out and let's, let's, no, I'd rather walk off. <laughs> all right, this is going to need a lot more work. Of course, guess who's going to get paid for it? That the rapist. That the rapist is going to get paid for it too. Because talk apparently ain't that cheap. So now we got to sit here and what did he say? He says this. Uh, we need to work out with both of our needs are met. No, uh, my needs are met by not having this person in here. I'm not going to push because what eventually is going to happen is you're just going to have to, um, you're just going to have to agree to what she wants. I'll give you an example of this after this. All right. There's a video I want to play about this um, where the guy ends up just relenting. All right. He just was like, all right, because, you know, the woman's going to continue to play the victim and I'll talk him. And he's like, all right, whatever, do whatever. All right, let me see if I can find the video. I had it set up for another show. Uh, let's see here. And I'm going to just tell you, men don't want to do any of this. Men aren't interested in this. They're simply not. A lot of guys, uh, some guys are gumps, but we're not just going to sit here and then just talk. This is more catered to what women. Oh, here, I did find the video. So I'll play this after this. All right, I find that if I need to do this to stay in a relationship, the relationship is over. It's over, all right? Let me just tell you that. So let's continue. Not behave this way or we're done. 
Could you sum that up for a tweet? Uh, no. These things are incredibly nuanced. They're not. These things are incredibly nuanced. They're not really well spelled out. See, it's just whatever you feel. You're just talking in circles. Oh, this is incredibly nuanced. And no, hell no. I don't need no nuance. I need black or white. By the way, nuance. That's what Hafiz kept talking about. Okay, nuance, nuance. No, black or white. Ninja, we don't need no gray areas. <laughs> not really well spelled out over tweets. So there's nothing to take away from this? Didn't say that. I think this is an excellent reminder to make sure that you're trying to be really fair in your relationships. Both of your needs are being treated equally. And if you feel like your partner is using their feelings to steamroll yours, that might be a big red flag. It's kind of a squishy concept. That's what I'm saying. It's nuanced. That's why it took me two weeks to write this. I just think if you had two weeks to put this together, you could have ordered a proper wand. Yeah, see, there's nothing there. I'm going to just tell you this right now. If you're if you're at the rapist, <laughs> if you're at the rapist, if you're a counselor, whatever, if you agree with this and you think I'm on the wrong side of this, go fuck yourself. I'm, I'm, there's no way in the world I'm ever going to be on the side of that argument. There's no way in the world I'm going to sit over there and let you talk me into circles and tie me into a knot. And we didn't even go anywhere. They just lived like this zigzag, and you ended up in the same spot you were in working the shit out. And I was like, that's where I left it, <laughs> right? I left it working it out, and I also left her to her own devices. See, this is what happens when you let these people um, ascend to prominence with their little certifications and degrees, right? They think they're making sense, and they made no sense at all. Like if you and if you believe they made sense, what you what I'm going to tell you is take your little alphabet certification somewhere and stick it up your candy ass. All right, I'm not no, not me. I got some shit to do, like make some money. <laughs> right? Right? Because they make you confused that you can see they were still confused at the end and they were like, "Yeah, but uh no, 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 you can't. There's no rules." There's no guidelines. There's nothing to spell out. It's too complicated and nuanced. So, yeah, nobody wants to hear this. And let me give you an example of a couple that this the rapist probably um, counseled here. And uh, shout out to the Desirable Truth. And by the way, stop sending me his videos, please, on Locals. I don't want to do every video, every show, all right? They're just be like, here's another one. Okay. I already had a viral hit off of him. Shout out to him, though. All right, here we go. Uh, here it is right here. Seven years? Seven years. Should your husband have any say in how you dress when you leave the house? He used to at the beginning. Uh, sometimes no. Sometimes he does that. So what changed? Tell him. Uh, see, uh, look at that. Now look at this. You see this face right here? Tell him. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies are very good at social... Um, their social cues are fantastic. They've been doing this since the second grade. They've been doing this since the second grade. Tell him. Mm-hmm. You're going to get in trouble now. Tell him. Natasha. All right. First of all, I need to go see your original birth certificate. Tell him. Now she's going to put him in a no-win. See? Uh-huh. Expose yourself. ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. Tell him. So the husband tried to control her. 
and she wanted to rebel and be a skeezer, and now they're at a stalemate. Although this is quite nuanced, and he's using, he tried to use his feelings to, his emotions to control her. That's what happened. That's what happened. He tried to use his emotions to control her, and how women work is they wear your ass down, (laughs) right? Which means what you challenge them on, they're petty. They got time on their hands. All right, they try to micromanage shit, and we'll talk about that later. So she got time, and she wore his ass out. Let's go ahead and play the rest of the video. And look, he done. He defeated. He gone. He didn't have time. Um, I used to give a lot of opinion about that. You know, wear this, don't wear this, show this, don't show this part of your body. Uh, now I am more flexible, and she's more conservative now. There you go. She's more conservative, so it, lo- it sounds like they met in the middle. I am more flexible. She's more conservative. All right, how about them titty implants? But let's continue. Okay, so why did you have a problem when she was super revealing coming out as your wife? Why? Because the guys were looking. she's a pretty woman, and I, you know, I want to keep the parts for the family. Now, of course, um, she said he was jealous of the other men looking. Something like that. Paraphrasing. I heard that part. Other men were looking at her. And he said, listen, I want to keep my wife you know, a freak in the sheets, but a lady in the streets. And he probably comes, they sound like they're um, Arabic or Persian or, you know, any one of these. They don't sound American. But look at her. Her face then got beat up and chopped up and sliced open. I mean, she got lip implants, height, cheek implants. She's manufactured herself. So he's she got both on breasts. Like, he literally, you know, is financing her appeal. Let's continue. <laughs> so back then, why weren't you as conservative? I was not. I'm the same, but he changed. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. He changed. It's his fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I made him change, a.k.a. I wore his ass down until he saw it my way. I wore his ass down until he saw it my way. That's basically what she said. I didn't change shit. He changed. He saw it my way. So you still wear whatever you want, basically. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look. And he ain't saying nothing, fam. Look how she looking. Look at the body. Look at her lips, by the way. Look at this. Now, where's the nuance fairy at? Where's the nuance fairy? He got the money, and he the big old gump, and he knows he going to get that finances broke if he don't see it her way. But, of course, is she using his emotions to control him? Is she using his money to control him? Yep. And she like, what you going to do? What you going to do, Nick? What you going to do? Let's continue. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, you take it. She changes a little bit. Yeah. Okay. How long have you been? All right, so you see it right there. Shout out to the Desirable Truth. Uh, go give him a sub on this channel. But you can see the guy's like, slumped over, nuanced, emotions to control, controlling, change. Let's make a deal with each other. (laughs) And what he realized was, was he going to keep this battle? Somebody said Armenian. Was he going to keep fighting this battle or was he going to do his job? He was like, man, whatever, bitch. I ain't got no time for this. All right. He tapped out. He tapped out. She wore him down. Now, this is the same thing as these guys right here. All right, when they talk to you like this, essentially men are going to tap out. 
You go to counseling. You go to your therapist. You go to marriage counseling. You go to your attorney. Divorce. You're going to tap out. You're going to be like, man, can I just end this shit? Like, what do we need to do to move on? Well, you started the argument. I know. Okay, okay, okay. I started the argument. I, although I was trying to get to a point here. Can we have this nuance meet in the middle? Nope. They're going to talk you in circles and tie your ass up into a knot. <laughs> and you're like, I just want to go to work, man. I ain't got no time for this shit. But this is what you have to deal with. Uh, setting boundaries is apparently wrong in your relationship. Just so you guys know uh, why a lot of people are going their own way, going the passport way, and so forth and so on. Last one. Listen to this woman right here. You saw this on Kick today. Here's a woman that says, keeping men distracted and drained. This is a great follow-up as to what I was just talking about. In fact, if you look at this man right here, uh, let me see here. This man is distracted and drained, okay? And we're going to talk about marriages in a middle, uh, in a minute. But as you can see, he's distracted, drained. She's doing all the talking. He's just like, yes, dear, okay, bitch, yeah, whatever you want. All right, whatever you do. As you can see, he starts to slump over and, oh, yeah, and she looking at him. Look how she looking at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I told you, mm-hmm, but her lips looking like this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen to this. Hear this message, man. Hear this message. More people are coming my way. Listen to this old, uh, which I call a witch, which is not a negative. I mean, it's a, she's a witch. She's going to school you guys on watching out for women that are distracting you, using you for your energy. Listen. That's the oh, yeah. shit I'm talking about. Not knowing who's who, you can't tell. Remember, I just did a video and said certain individuals were sent to throw your asshole, to stop your progress, to hinder your flow. A lot of us been sleeping with the enemy and didn't even realize it. I tell you one thing, you better figure out how to break free because when shit hit the fan, it's going to be you or them. Mm. Like at this point, you can't trust nobody. That's why a lot of you being controlled by sex, you're doing yourself a disservice. Sex going to have you vibrating at a low frequency. Eating all types of poisons going to have you vibrating at a low frequency. The crazy part is they know you better than you do. Ooh. Know what you like so they know who to send. They Ooh. know what you don't like so they know what not, not to send. Wow. Samson and Delilah. Do you hear this? I know a lot of people don't like when people talk about this transmutation, this energy, the witchcraft, you know, sleeping with the enemy. I know you don't like it when I talk about it, but this is an absolute fact. And that woman knows. That woman knows. The succubus. People know they, they come for you. Some people are sent to you. A.K.A. Delilah was sent to, sent to Samson. I did an entire stream on that one. Delilah was sent to Samson because they knew what he liked. She was a Philistine. He was addicted to Philistine women. Okay? And they sent her. And she was the succubus. She caused him his life. She caused him his life. And in theory, that's what the succubus does. They attach to you like a symbiote, like a virus, like a parasite. And they wear you down. You think you got something good, but you don't. And you won't recognize it. You won't recognize it that this person is against you. They're not for you. This is why when I say all men pay, money, energy, attention, and time is real. Energy is real. Yeah, they're summons. You summons them. They're summons to you. These things are big. This is a big deal. I believe in this. I might not believe in all religion and spirituality, but I believe in this. Yes. 
And you guys got to be protective of it. This is why I make fun of dating coaches that tell you to run out there to 100 women. Why would you do that? You're inviting that type of energy in, and every sex is not a win. Every time you have sex with a woman, it's not automatically a win. You lose a lot. We actually broke that down on kick. What, is, what do you get and what does she get? You get laid, but she gets a lot more out of it. And she can, create, she can get a whole bunch more out of it, way more than you, okay? Let me play that again for the people who missed. And guys, have your fun out here, but really be disciplined and discern and vet what you're doing out here because it can have seriously, seriously implications on your life. Here we go. See, that's the shit I'm talking about. Not knowing who's. That's the shit I'm talking about. Not knowing who's who. You can't tell. Remember, I just did a video and said certain individuals were sent to throw your asshole, to Ooh. stop your progress, to hinder your flow. A lot of us been sleeping with the enemy and didn't even realize. You've been sleeping with the enemy. Haven't I been telling you that? You've been sleeping with the enemy and didn't even know it. And sometimes these therapists be out here having you working it out. Uh, look, these therapists be out here having you working it out. Your own enemy. You'll suck you by. All right, your therapist got you working it out. You'll suck you by. Well, she is the mother of your kids. Yeah, and she's a suck you by. I don't give a shit. Well, you did marry her. Well, I don't care. She a succubi. I realized I was sleeping with the enemy. All right, here we go. I tell you one thing, you better figure out how to break free because when shit hit the fan, it's going to be you or them. Now, have you been in that situation when shit hits the fan is going to be you or them? Have you been in that situation and you chose you? You chose you. You chose you. You chose you to take that L. When shit hit the fan, you chose you to take the blame. When she hit the fan, you chose you to take the L, so she didn't take it. And them goofy-ass Steve Harveys want y'all out here to take an L. You need to go work and pay these bi- They telling you to take the L. All right, let's continue. Like, at this point, you can't trust nobody. That's why a lot of you being controlled by sex, you're doing yourself a disservice. I've been making that point. A lot of men that are controlled by sex... You can't compartmentalize it. You have to fuck any girl that gives you a, a head nod. You have to make a deal with every girl. You can't do, I reject 90 plus percent of women. I don't even respond to them. They're not that important. But if you can't control it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for you. I know a lot of people don't believe it. But I believe in this more than religion because this has been around way more than religion. All right. These activities have been around way more than religion. But continuing. Sex gonna have you vibrating at a low frequency. Eating all types of poisons gonna have you vibrating at a low frequency. The crazy part is they know you better than you do. They know you better than you do. What do I tell you? Women know more game than you. They can recognize it. And they see your goofy ass coming. They see you coming. They know what to do. They know what play's gonna work. But as soon as you open your damn mouth. All right. But you think you're smooth and, and, and savvy. They know. They've been sent here, Ninja. They know what you like, so they know who to send. They know what you don't like, so they know what not, not to send. send. See, that's the shit I'm... Now, apologies for the volume on this one, but this is stuff I believe. This is stuff I believe. Highly. Um, somebody says religion prevents this. Religion has done a great job of trying to warn men against this, being, being that they're like, hey, we're going to write in these, and these, these things have survived. Long times, we mean millennia at this point. Although these 2,000 years ain't shit 
compared to how long we've been here. All right. This is just our modern time. You know, before there was religion, there was uh, mythology, right? So we believed in multi-gods. So listen, there was more, there, we, we, we've, we probably live more mythology than we have religion. This is a short, this is a short amount of time. All right. 2000 years ain't shit compared to how long we've been here. All right. But um, anyway, this is just recent time. Uh, at some particular point, Scott, some, some other sky daddy going to come along. Aliens, who knows, ninja. <laughs> All right. But our current uh, religions, our current way we operate has come from the religious sects. And they warned us. They told us. They gave us everything we needed to know. And we still ignore it for our pleasures of the flesh. Shout out to Boy Wonder says, now you ain't allowed in heaven, son. I can't, I got to check in. I got to check in when I get up to the pearly gates. When I get in there, they say, who's the king of kings? And I'm going to say, it ain't me. All right. It ain't me. It is the Lord of Lords. Shout out to Has Face Will Travel says, I'm not judging you, coach, because I am delivered. <laughs> and you don't like men's no more, I'm sure. You don't like men's no more. Yeah, mythology is crazy, crazy. It's, you know, they had too many gods to keep up with. I'm like, okay. Even even the Egyptian, um, Egyptian civilization was nuts. They be like, Amen Ra, they be wearing your ass down. <laughs> they be wearing you down with the gods. You're like, okay, what god is that? You can't keep track of gods over there. <laughs> they be hitting you with the ankh and the key. You like, oh, okay, Amen Ra, Samen Ra, Gamen Ra. You can't keep up, Ninja. You just. <laughs> Can we boil it down to one God? How about we have one? All right, I can keep track of that. Oh, he has the Holy Ghost and a son, too. They're together. There's three of them. But they're one. Okay. <laughs> right? It's just like, we're getting closer here. Can we put them all together in one? All right, anyway. Yep, they like, oh, Cyrus, Isis, wearing your ass down. <laughs> he says, that's paleo. Uh, paleo, uh, that's polytheism, not mythology. Well, you know what I'm talking about, but I appreciate you for clearing it up. The mythology was in the Greeks and all that. They be talking about Thor and shit like that. You be like, oh, God, Zeus. <laughs> they be wearing your ass out. You be like Zeus and the cherub, and you're like, okay. Can we get the one God? I'll get the one. Uh, anyway, shout out to all of my religious people here, man. We just, we just having fun. We just having fun. All right, don't get, don't get offended. <laughs> here we go here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, now they have multiple gods, but in different belief systems. You're like, I can't keep up. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to uh, Macaroni Tony. He says, I think... It might be time for Equinox. Some straggle brought wine coolers to the gym hot tub today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's there. What are you at? Planet Fitness? Planet Fitness activities. Let me check Super Chats. I think I got everybody. So let's get back in here. Oh, man. It's wild. Wild, wild west. Wild, wild west. 
You're like, yeah, like, can we flood everything one more time and start over? All right, yes. All right, here we go. I am God. <laughs> Where are we going here? It's crazy, man. I love that stuff, though. I'm really, I really like it. As a matter of fact, once I get some mental clarity, I'm going to start studying all of these things, and I will jumble it up and put it together and confuse you. All right, I'm going to have drunk mythology and paleo, pa- polytheism uh, mixed with a little bit of, yeah, somebody said 97% of human history is lost, completely lost. We don't know what happened. Like, think of what happened before, like, you know, uh, 4,000 uh, B.C. It ain't even there. But we was here acting up, too. Cutting up. <laughs> right? Acting a fool. Building buildings and pyramids. Ninjas were slaves. All that shit. We don't even have a clue. We have no clue what was going on. All right? We got a clue up until a certain point. After that, and they was there for, like, 10,000 years before that. Like, Ten thousand years before that, they was doing shit. They just didn't write it down, or somebody wiped it out, or somebody burnt the books. We don't know nothing. <laughs> anyway, man, they didn't go, man. So I love that. I love it, man. I love it. All right, but I love it. I love it, man. I'm I'm into that type of stuff. I was like, I wonder what they was thinking. They was like, nobody needs to know what's going on. All right, man. What was they doing? All right, let me see here. What are we doing here? Oh, inside the typical marriage. Are you ready? This is crazy. Inside the typical marriage. Inside the average typical marriage. Are you ready for marriage? Anybody that's ever been, uh, everybody's ever been married, this is it right here. All right, let me know if you recognize these things. All right, we got the first normie marriage coming up here. All right, to my ever-loving wife. Here we go, normie humor. To my ever-loving wife. During the last year, I have attempted to make love to you 365 times. I succeeded 36 times. This averages once every 10 days. And the following is a list of reasons why I did not succeed. It's. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let me hear. Um, the 10% success rate in sex for marriage that she's going to find funny. This should be interesting. How many times I rejected you for no reason at all. All right, I'm ready. I'm game. All right, sloppy yogurt, by the way, by the way, here we go. Too hot, 15 times. (laughs) It's too cold, three times. I'm too tired, 19 times. It's too late, 16 times. It's too early, nine times. <laughs> you know, normie shit. You know what I mean? Here come the normies. Look at the thumbs up, too. 241K with 5.3 comments. That is so me. This is so me. If you can make your wife laugh, you can make her do anything. <laughs> if, if the man is clever... And how he approaches her, he can succeed much more. Never stop courtship. Never act entitled. Sex in a relationship is 10% important, but when it's missing, it becomes 90% important. (laughs) Now, let's continue with this video. Normie shit. Here we go. Pretending to sleep. 
35 times. Oh, boy, I love that one. I pretend to sleep so I don't have, to have sex with my husband. I pretend to sleep. Now, listen, this is married people, man. And she's acknowledging this shit, which is disgusting to me. Like, I wouldn't do, do not get married, man, if this is your... <laughs> she acknowledging this shit, laughing. All right. I'm not in the mood 21 times. Mind my hair 28 times. Don't pull my hair. If that's a black woman, that's every time. Is that all you think about? 83 times. Oh, boy. Look at this here. Oh, man. I tell you, the normies. Oxygen thieves. Oxygen thieves. I mean, look at this. Look at this right here. And imagine, this is the wife you begging to have intimacy with. I mean, he literally went to the, he went to beg her. Hey, I married you. You think I can get some leg? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, I'm not for the normies. I'm not for the normies. That shit is not funny. That shit is crazy. That shit is goofy to me. And I'm like, why would you even stick around for this? Anyway. We got another wife here. Did she slap her knee? <laughs> right. And of course, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, they did do Biden. All right. Here's a wife here who's going to explain why she lives in chaos. Okay. This is the typical average marriage. She's going to explain why the house is dirty and a mess. Are you ready, guys? Are you ready? Y'all ready for this? So for the husbands that come home, to your wife who looks like this, who has not showered, this is her everyday uniform, and no, she did not go work out at the gym, judging from what I'm looking at here. Take a look at what you come home to, and she's going to explain, <laughs> scratch at her booty, she's going to explain why she, you come home to a mess. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Let's get into it. I'm overwhelmed. Why? Because I'm trying to clean the kitchen because it's a disaster. Cleaning, I realize I'm hungry, so I'm going to make me some carrot juice. Well, start to make my carrot juice, but I can't make my carrot juice because I have no classes that are clean. Well, I'm going to load these in the dishwasher, but when I go to unload the dishwasher, it's clean and full, so now I have to unload it. But then I notice some new clothes that we got for Ember that haven't been put away. So then I go to put them away. And then I realize her room's a disaster. So then I start to clean up some clothes and put them away. In the closet, I realize, oh yeah, their tennis shoes are destroyed and I need to buy new tennis shoes for school that starts on Tuesday. So then I come to the kitchen and I need to make a list. But wait, I have no pen. So then I'm just gonna put it in my phone so that I don't forget it. Oh wait, when I open my phone, I get an email from my management company about a partnership I gotta do. Well, in order to record a partnership, I gotta put eyelashes on because I don't wanna look like a naked mole rat. But wait, I wanna shower and I can't shower and get my eyelashes wet, so I gotta shower first. I can't shower first because I want to dye my hair. <laughs> Babe. And I can't uh, dye my hair after the shower because then I'm taking two showers one after another. Hey, how about this? How about I make your carrot juice, you go take a nap. I can't take a nap. The bed is a disaster. There's clothes on it that need to be put away. <laughs> yeah, you got a point there. And you don't help out with chores. I do everything around this house and you don't help at all. So then you do two chores and you're like, well, I helped you. And she's like, but it's not enough. As you can see, gentlemen, let's go back through 
this ridiculous ass house. Let's go back. I don't know if they did this for a skit. She does have her feet out, but this she even she even acknowledges she's a mole rat, aka a a uh, muskrat. She acknowledges that she's a mole rat, just so you know. Um, yes, she hasn't showered. Look, trash everywhere. Food everywhere from lunch and dinner. Oh, being a mom is the hardest job. She ain't done none of the job. She ain't done none of the job. She's explaining it. Look at this. Look at her appearance. And then look at the house. Look at the kids' room, fam. Look at the kids' room. The kids' room is an absolute disaster. All right, which happens for kids. I'm just letting you know, kids play. But this is a disaster. I mean, this is a disaster. All right. Now she's over, she's over anxious. She hasn't taken her anxiety medication. She can't, she can't focus on one thing because she's completely distracted and she has a job talking about her mannership, her, her partnership. I think she runs social media, her partnership. Um, they're trying look at her. She got boxes everywhere. Look at the clothes on the floor. Look at the clothes on the floor, but she don't help around the house. Okay. Now you have, I wanted to see that bathroom sink. All right. Which something fell off the sink. I thought it would be worse than this. Look, just getting through basic life. Just getting through basic life. Too hard. Help. And he's like, okay, honey, I just had a hard day's work. All right. I didn't sit around on social media all day. Oh, oh, oh what can I do? Oh, I'm depressed. Help me. Help. Oh, first world problems. Yep. She probably zooted it too. Don't look complicated. Oh, by the way, this look at this bedroom. This is your suburban housewife. This is your suburban housewife in a nutshell. These white men who marry these women, they be putting them through pure hell. Look at this. Look at this, man. Look at this bedroom. You think you're getting sex off of this bed? We ain't got no headboard, no nothing. All right, we ain't got shit on here. Look at this. Look at this here. Cabinets wide open. Look at this. Stuff on the floor. Dude, if they hey, listen. My house is almost immaculate. The only place that's dirty is this office. All right. My house, I would not, I would go crazy if somebody house had my house like this. I would go nuts. I would walk in like, what the hell going on in here? All right. The typical average marriage. Here we go. I'm overwhelmed. Why? I'm overwhelmed. And of course, you're going to have to pay for that. Because I'm trying to clean the kitchen because it's a disaster. Cleaning, I realize I'm hungry, so I'm going to make me some carrot juice. Well, start to make my carrot juice. But I can't make my carrot juice because I have no classes that are clean. Well, I'm going to load these in the dishwasher. But when I go to unload the dishwasher, it's clean and full. So now I have to unload it. But then I notice some new clothes that we got for Ember that haven't been put away. So then I go to put them away. Then I realize her room's a disaster. You think you're getting sex from this woman? You ain't getting no sex from this woman. All right, the only time you're getting sex is if she's ready to ovulate and have a baby. It's a mess. This is a mess. And maybe if you act like you love her, she gone, man. So then I start to clean up some clothes and put them away. In the closet, I realize, oh, yeah, their tennis shoes are destroyed, and I need to buy new tennis shoes for school that starts on Tuesday. And by the way, all this shit makes sense in her head. All of this makes sense in her head. So then I come to the kitchen, and I need to make a list. But wait, I have no pen. So then I'm just going to put it in my phone so that I don't forget it. Oh, wait. When I open my phone, I get an email from my management company about a partnership I got to do. Well, in order to record a partnership, I got to put eyelashes on because I don't want to look like a naked mole rat. There, there's a musk rat, the mole rat. She even acknowledges this, by the way. But wait, I want to shower, and I can't shower and get my eyelashes wet, so I got to shower first. But I can't shower first because I want to dye my hair. 
That was her dildo or something that fell off on the floor. And look, this one thing's going to set her off. <laughs> look, one little thing. <laughs> Complicated. Babe. I can't dry my hair after the shower because then I'm taking two showers, one after another. Imagine coming home to this, fam. Imagine coming home to this. But of course, guess whose fault is going to be, guys? It's going to be. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's going to be your fault. You're not being considerate in helping her. <laughs> How about this? How about I make your carrot juice? You go take a nap. I can't take a nap. The bed is a disaster. <laughs> oh, God. A uh, child with breasts. Child with breasts. Clothes on it, they need to be put away. It's <laughs> oh, this is just too hard. Life is hard. Ay-yay-yay. I would love to see the comments on this one. Oh, you already knew it. You already knew it. Check this out. First comment. I feel personally attacked by this relatable content. Send it. This is the most popular content comment. I'm telling you, I've been no warned, y'all. I've been no warned, y'all. This is a relatable piece of content. This means this is not abnormal. You see this? I feel per this is the redhead libertarian. I feel personally attacked by this relatable content. It's a fact. I didn't make this up. Oh, no. We ladies function well. We multitask. I think, look, I think she pretty much nailed it. Y'all think it, look, fit, I think, and listen, social media isn't an indicator. It's just what we're doing here. She nailed it. That's exactly how it is. Dude, this is the stuff that you do, that you get into, and then when it happens, you're supposed to solve it. Yes, the answer is yes. It's called ADHD. Okay. My, dip, my brain was done. Okay, I got lost in the first three seconds. Bro, what? Okay, now we got the people here. Sounds very chaotic to live that way each day. And she does. I can commiserate with the kitchen rage. And as you can see, it's mostly white women. It's mostly white women. All right, you can't really see it. Mostly white women. And this is some white women stuff, without a doubt. It's mostly white women. This is white woman breakdown. Now, black women will probably have um, tried to stab you or something by this time. All right, black women would have just flew into a rage by that point. Instead of going, uh, uh, I can't do it, she'd be arguing with you about something else. But this is suburban housewife stuff. Trust me, I know. This is classic suburban housewife. Let's go to the next one right here. Inside the average marriage. All right, so just so you know, I didn't make it up. Just so you know, I wasn't picking this out and nitpicking. You had mostly the women in agreeing with that. That is common behavior, acceptable behavior. Just so you know, huh? Oh, somebody said my black sister does this. Okay. This is for the middle-class black people. This is, this is literally, you're seeing women are saying, yeah, that's exactly how I do it. Okay, let's continue. Here's another one. More relatable normie content. Shout out to uh, Lee OK here. This is a married couple. Who's supposed to leave and go somewhere? Here we go. Hey, baby. Dinner tonight, 7. So let's leave the house at 6.30. Right now, it's 5.30. Got an hour. 
Good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's 6.15, you almost ready? Yeah. You'll be ready in 15 minutes? Yes. All right, I'm dressed. Uh, I'm gonna wait for you downstairs. Yep. I've been here, man. Actually, I actually had a junior college girl do this to me. That was the last time I was with her. 628, you ready? Yeah, I'm just getting my outfit on. In two, you can do that in two minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the truck. Yeah, sure, 630. No problem. I'll be ready. She's never ready. I'm on a hunk of mine so bad. No, Fine. I'll just call the restaurant. Tell them we're running 15 minutes late. Yeah. So now what? What you're what you're seeing is then the guy snaps on her, and now you're not getting no puss tonight. Now, oh, it's too cold. It's too hot. Oh, I can't give you any puss. Thanks for taking me to dinner. By the way, you never plan anything for us. Let me give you an example. You never plan anything for us, but then when you plan something, this is how they treat it. So now you won't, res you won't make reservations. I can't believe you didn't make reservations. We would have been late to the reservations. We have to tell you we're leaving an hour earlier. Then when you leave an hour earlier, we're just standing around. All right? I'm telling you, man, it is almost a no-win to deal with these people. For real. To hold our table. It's no big deal. Don't need to get stressed out about it. Well, it's always her fault. It's always her fault. Not my fault. Finally. She what? forgot something, of course. What? Yep. What? She forgot something. Here she comes. Oh, I forgot something. Is she going back inside? Is she right? Oh, yeah. Run it that way. He's like, what? He's like, what? I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Guys, this is how it goes. Dude, this is it, it, it without fail. I mean, I remember what the same thing happened. Just um, a junior college chick. I was like, hey, we got to go in 10 minutes. They literally was sitting there like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Dude, they was putting on eyelashes and shit at the time we had to leave and then didn't even have the outfit on. It was like, oh, my God. And yes, this is common, common, common. And look at how you looking now. Of course, if he say something, he's abusive. We're not that late. We were supposed to leave at 6.30. Now it's 6.45, 6.50. Now we're in traffic. Oh, I didn't think it was so much traffic. Um, and then, you know, this is how they always showing up late to stuff. Oh, I didn't think there was so much traffic. Oh, I hope they, I hope they hold our table. Oh, they didn't even hold our table. We were only 15 minutes late. <laughs> oh, man. Who remembers this? This is the average. This is the stuff men have to put up with. This is the stuff that they say men have to put up with. All right, it's tough out here. It's rough out here. Let me see here. We still haven't got to the stepdaddy thing. Uh, we're going to skip that part. Let me check if there's super chats. And um, by the way, if you, yeah, if he says something, he's toxic. She's going to cry. He's abusive. It's just going to be, dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm cool where I'm at. I'm cool where I'm at. They're like, you don't you want a relationship? Hell no. I don't. Juan Premier says, Coach, she would have shut up. She wouldn't shut up. 
He says, Coach, she wouldn't shut up. Hit that housewife with the Reverend X. I think I got her already. All right, or I got one of them. Okay, crazy, man. He says, if he says anything uh, wrong, dude, a lot of money is lost. No peace leave. Yep. No peace leave. You ain't getting no sex. You didn't make me feel good about myself. Dude, I'm telling you, dudes be walking on eggshells. Yep, you're controlling. Why do you always have to ruin a perfect night? You ruining a perfect night. I got all dressed for this, and now you're going to ruin it by telling me I was late. (laughs) Now you're sitting in the car driving all silent. Unbelievable. Shout out to no government name. Hey, coach, he says, the call me when you're the CEO girl is pregnant. I left it on locals. Investment stage loading. Can I get the prices wrong? We'll cover it tomorrow. Call me when you're the CEO. Yes, indeed, man. Boy, what a world we live in, man. When this is normalized, and if you're against it, oh, what's wrong with you? What's that? It's not that bad. Put up with it. But this is every day. Like, this type of stuff ha- happens to you all the time. All right. No government name says, uh, showing the normie comedy videos are so sad, I couldn't imagine making a video of why I'm lazy instead of accomplishing something. No one has pride anymore. What's worse about these videos are the comments were 90% of the people agreeing with them Think and, and thinks this is the way to live. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty much an OCD, so I couldn't deal with an ADHD person. I couldn't. That person would be the, the worst match for me. I would need another OCD. I mean, if I had an ADHD, if I had a person like that, we'd be, on, we'd be fighting all the time. Dark Side Foundation says XXs need men to be high value, yet they have zero home training. My grandma would have the house clean and cook meals Morning, noon, and evening. They refuse to follow discipline, order, and routine. Let them suffer. Give me the clown music. Well, I'll give you a little bit of it. Hey, check this out. Here's the thing. This whole deal about maintaining a clean house and cooking meals, that's old hat. They think that that's something, if you request that, you're abusive. And you're inconsiderate. And I bet you, you couldn't do it. I have to be a mom. I have to do all these things. Guys, when I was, I was super dad. Like, I was super dad. I was the dad that men were like, damn. Right. And my, my actually, just, just to let you know, my ex was very much on it too. She wasn't that bad. All right, as much as people hear about the dynamics of the divorce, unfortunately, sometimes you don't hear the positives. She wasn't that bad either. Like, she was very, very good. She, she cooked, and she was decent at cleaning and stuff like that. She wasn't that bad. All right, uh, but what happens is, you know, feminism gets involved in the marriage will. So then it became, well, I don't want to do it for you. All right, I want to go out and work. It, it, then it became that. That became to interfere. So, but other, other than that, I didn't have a problem with being messy and unkempt. I didn't have that. Pro- I didn't have the problem with that mealy mouth muskrat. Uh, did I get Boy Wonder says, now you ain't allowed in heaven, shun. Indeed. Lee Smith says he better not take his wife to the Bahamas. Not better not take his wife to the Bahamas, getting cheeks clapped and pushed and shoved. All right. <laughs> Derek Eaton says it's like they are pulling teeth with no pain medication. By the way, these people, like her voice is annoying. Like these people's voices, uh, you might be attracted to this initially. Right, this is like one of those things because, um, you know, some men are attracted to girly women, like girly, like very girly feminine women. 
And then she has a little, um, she has a high voice and she's playing pouty and she's playing like, oh, save me, damsel in distress. And I got to do this and I just, oh, no, no. now some dudes get an erection over this. But imagine marrying this. I have to unload it. But then I notice some new clothes that we got for Ember that haven't been put away. So then I go to put them away. And then I realize her room's a disaster. Now what you're seeing is, just so I can know, <laughs> what I'm going to tell you is, this is called passive aggressive. When I tell you what passive aggressive means, we talk about, especially suburban white women, they're very passive aggressive. What she does, what she's doing seems passive, but this is aggression. I know. Where's the, the rapist at? Where's the therapist and the counselors? This is hyper aggression. This is microaggression. These are many, many microaggressions. All right. But it's done passively. It's done non-threatening. She's not yelling, screaming. She's having an emotional breakdown, somewhat hysterical and or anxious. And she can't handle life and you have to provide the solution. This is very passive aggressive. All right. And so you guys got to watch out for passive aggressive because many times it appears cute. It appears dainty. It appears non-threatening. But this is aggression. This is aggression. So then I start to clean up some clothes and put them away in the closet. I realize, oh yeah, their tennis shoes are destroyed. And I need- Cause she just making excuses, right? She just making excuses as to why she's a slob. <laughs> That's what she's in. She's a slob. She can't manage life, but she's trying to manage life and multitasking and she can't do it. Shout out to the flatbacks out here. Shout out to uh, Derek Eaton says, uh, yeah, it's like pulling teeth without pain medication. It is. Oh, honey. <laughs> then when she cheating on you, it ain't going to be done passively, aggressively. It's going to be done. Hey, because this woman eventually is going to cheat on you. Yeah, she will. Yeah, she will. And this is what she's going to sound like when she's about to cheat on you right here. It won't be passive aggressive. It'll be like this. Want, it's like a big fat sausage just destroying my body. Like, all I want is, like, a big, fat sausage just destroying my body. Yeah. Hit the like button. Give me a 1,000 likes. Yeah, we should have 1,500. Yeah. You see the passive-aggressive? You see that? Eventually, she'll be like, you push me into his arms. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, man. Where are we at here? Um, what are we doing here? Let's get back to, uh, did I get the, uh, the Azure, Azure says, thank you so much, Coach, for your wisdom and insight. In two years, it will be, he says, in two years, it will only be monk mode, free agent lifestyle, passport bros, going into expat, in the junior college, and the dark side, and the concubines. Be free always, gentlemen. Be free. Be free. All right, all right, definitely be free. All right, world be free. All right, let me get in here for the stepdaddy conversation. Are we ready for the stepdaddy conversation? We are ready for the stepdaddy conversation. Let's get it up on the board here. Where is it? Wait a minute. Oh, where did it go? Oh, it should say the stepdaddy. I don't know where it went. Let me see if it's here. Nope. 
Okay. All right. I'll type it in. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The step dummy. I thought I, I guess I, I guess I didn't cover this already. The step dummy. Now there are a lot of stepdads in here, um, in our sphere, in our space. What I'm going to tell you is I'm not telling you not to be a stepdad. However, there are certain men that never should consider being a stepdad. All right. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. But before we do that, let's go ahead and show you what stepdads be looking like with a little bit of theater. Here it is. Well, there's Steve Harvey, a classic stepdad. And uh, this guy is going to tell a story on his show of how he became a stepdad. Did y'all meet? So Gavin was uh, seven years old at the time. He's 29 now. Uh-huh. And uh, he was walking around in a Kobe Bryant jersey. God okay. rest his soul. Okay. And I looked at the little guy and I said, hey, what are you doing roaming without your mom and dad? Where's your mom and dad? Where's, she, where's your mom and dad? Oh, there she is right there. And that's you. Uh-huh. He found him a peanut. The ninja found him a peanut. All right. <laughs> oh, that's your mom? Mmm. 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 Yes, indeed. Clean up, man. Oh, where's your dad? You ain't got no daddy. Indeed. All right, here we go. He says, I don't have a dad. My mom's over there. And I looked, and I was like, did you say you don't have a dad? <laughs> Oh, no, man. This brother out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Oh, here we go. This ninja, look. She like, I hit the lottery. I got me an old white man. I hit the lottery, ninja. Oh, my Lord. Caucasian love to go. Me love you long time. Indeed, she like, come here, here. Him, daddy. Come here. I'm a baby. Come be the step dummy. You big dummy. Look, all it took was her for go to the park with her goofy-ass kids. And she won. <laughs> she got her a big old gump. She was broke when she went to the park trying to figure out how to make it to the next month. She was about to be in a bind and she was about to be out here. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. She was about to be out here in the streets. And then she was out here broke. She said, let me go to the park and let my kids play. And she probably just sat there like y'all ninja sat there when you go fishing. She went out there. She was like, she had her feet out. She had flip flops. She went out there just out here, just reeling that shit in. She was like, come on in here, ninja. Come on. Come on. Now, let me throw that shit out there. Realist motherfucker in right there. Go go play near that white man right there. You see that white man? Go on and pray. Get, get his ass in here. All right, he missed it. Gonna throw that shit out. Come on. Come on. Fight. Fight, Ninja. Oh, Kobe Bryant jersey. You like Kobe? Fight. Pull that Ninja. Pull him in. Pull. All right. She had her leggings, feet out. Man, got that goofy-ass gump. Look at her. She won. She's sitting up there like, I won. <laughs> Something wrong? What's your name? Something wrong. <laughs> got your monkey ass out here. She said, oh, yeah. She said. And that's you. 
goofy ass. Look how she laughing at this ninja. Look how she laughing. Got your monkey ass. All right, here we go. This is a good story. No, this, this is really, really family feud right here. It's where'd y'all meet? So Gavin was uh, seven years old at the time. He's 29 now. Uh-huh. And uh, he was walking around in a Kobe Bryant jersey. God okay. rest his soul. Okay. And I looked at the little guy and I said, hey, what are you doing roaming without your mom and dad? Where's your mom and dad? And he says, I don't have a dad. My mom's over there. And I looked and I was like, did you say you don't have a dad? <laughs> this is a good story. No, this, this is really, really family feud. Gotcha, bitch. Got his punk ass. Look at Steve. That's how I got got too. I got got the same way right here. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. Got your bitch ass. <laughs> hey, how many thousands of dollars later? How many thousands? By the way, the daughter Ling Ling looking good. How many thousands of dollars later, Ninja? He put braces on all of these kids. God damn. Unbelievable. All right, so here's what happens, guys. Hey, check this out. Son. Yo, son. What's up? What? You're not my dad. You also hear something. Ugly ass fucking. That's what happens when you ain't the dad, the real dad. Yeah, man. We're going to talk about the things that happen when you the stepdad. Son. Yo, son. What's up? What? You're not my dad. You also want to hear something. Ugly ass fucking. <laughs> mm. God dang, man. Yeah, that's the worst thing that can happen. What about this? Oh, look at daddy. He's not my dad. Really, Ava? He's not. My dad in jail and I miss him. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, poor thing. Oh, look at daddy. He's not my grandma. Really, Ava? He's not. My dad in jail and I miss him. <laughs> man, God dang. She tried to. Gotcha, bitch. She's like, kid, shut up, man. <laughs> right? She's not my dad. Let's look at Pookie trying to be a good daddy. Look at Pookie. Pookie like, oh, I'll help you put tire air in your tire. Pookie like, all right, she got some good beastly. She thick. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, let me pump your tire up, kid. <laughs> All right, he's been around for three weeks. Pookie actually showed this clip back in the day. I actually did a breakdown on this clip, you know. Um, Pookie's like, all right, let me see. I'll be a dad for about three hours, and then I'm going to bang the hell out of the mom back in the... <laughs> oh, look at daddy. He's not my Really, Ava? He's not. My dad in jail and I miss him. <laughs> All right, it's the dad, Pookie dad, is in jail. <laughs> Her dad is in jail. Oh, my God. What is wrong with our world? It's an evil world we live Her in. Her dad is in jail. He Pookie number two is about to be the step-ass dummy. You big dummy. And the other dad is in jail. Oh, my gosh. What are we doing out here? We got another one for you. Um, No, there's music, but I'm going to have it muted. Here we go right here. Now we have a Kaylee. We got a flatback Kaylee. Uh-oh. We all know what happened here. Sorry I have to show kids here, but uh, I don't intend to. They shared this on social media, by the way. Now we have a flatback Kaylee. Porcelain princess. Now, we definitely know what happened. We know who, do, we know who did that. We know who the pappy of these babies are. I'm the pappy. I might be the pappy. Because I would be folding too, yes. 
We know what happened here. She got skeeted in twice by a ninja. A ninja got in there. She got blacked twice. These aren't twins, ladies and gentlemen. These are two different. These are Irish twins. She got black double time. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. What happened to the porcelain princess here? Apparently, she has a stepdaddy that stepped up. All right. Let's go to the step dummy. You big dummy. Yeah. Somebody at Bama, Alabama football player, some ninja in the NFL. I have a story about this, by the way. But anyway, let's see what happened. All right, no music. We'll we'll mute it. Uh, let's see what happened here. Play the video. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Niggas always gotta show they now, she at least stayed in the same color here. This ninja got got. Gotcha, bitch. This ninja. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> Oh. You know why he's there. He's there for 10 toes up. <laughs> here he go right here. Uh-oh, look. Look how she looking. Look at the look on her face. Got this dumbass ninja. Gotcha, bitch. Got him. All right, I still look young. I can catch one. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. And look, these my kids. I'm going to raise them up. All right, here we go right here. You know, uh-oh, he teaching them basketball. He's a good man. Shout out to the good man. Oh, he holding hands. What a good man. Oh, he a good stepdaddy. Look at, oh, they taking him on vacation? Russell Wilson style. He a good man. Look at a good man. Oh, he playing on the pool. Look at him. He going to church. They making sandcastle. He going above and beyond the call of duty. Oh, he coaching the basketball team. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, he's chasing them. Oh, what a good daddy. Not even real daddies do this. Oh, oh he coaching them up. Look at him. Step that taking them to school. Jay, man, let's give him a round of applause for being this. Like, here, just give him a. Now, yeah, we give him a pat on the head. We'll give him a, you're such a good man. He's such a good man. You're a good man. You're a good man. You're a good man. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I look at this. Why, why would he do this? Somebody answered that question. Why would that guy do this? You see her. She's, I mean, she's a flatback, right? So he likes flatbacks, and he's like, well, I can't get a real one. You know, because if she didn't have kids, she would not be looking his way. Not only that, she's marked with two black kids. So she's really off limits to white men. Like, she literally ain't going to get no white men until these kids are late teens. She's going to have to hide the fact that she got black kids. So she got two young black kids. She can only go for a ninja. She only can get a ninja. So this, but on his side, he can only get her. He can't get the real version of her. Like he can't get the single no kid version of her. He can't get the college age version of her. He can't, right? Because she got wide open options. She's like, I could get any white man, any man of any race. But the only reason she he can get her is because she got two black kids. Mm. Now people here, <laughs> people here are going to disagree with me you are you you you're disagreeing out of defiance but this is absolute fact all right but um here's the thing here why he why him doing this is foolish in my opinion why him doing this is foolish all right and the comments is from a page called Hobusters, so they're going crazy 
and I'll read them because men are saying I almost made this mistake too. Five surprising challenges surrounding being a stepfather. It's not all shits and giggles. It's not all what it is portrayed to be. Um, and let me see here. Uh, I'll try to read it as fast as possible. It says right here, as a 27-year-old male named Jaden with a psychological disorder, being a stepfather at the tender age of 22 was honestly not at the top of his bucket list, but life is life. No. And I happen to fall in love with a beautiful lady with two girls. Don't get me wrong. Being a stepfather has its perks. However, it also comes with its own unique set of challenges that many men may not anticipate. One of them being that you won't be believed if there's a dispute with your stepchild. Now, here's the thing. A 22-year-old man probably has no business being a stepdad. A 22-year-old man has no business being a stepdad. You got too much life ahead of you. Why would you do that when you possibly have the ability to create your own child? Now, they said he had a psychological disorder, which I'm assuming is bipolar, which means bipolar people should not be procreating because it could be genetic or one of them borderline BPD. One of them is genetic and you could possibly pass it on. So that might be possibly why, but you don't have to be a stepdad when you could create your own kids. Why does he, why are you responsible for this kid? Now I can see if you're 46 and you just got time on your hands. Why are you doing that's throwing away time. You're throwing away time on some kid that ain't yours. The blame game. If you ever tried uh, to guide a child down the right path and have been met with resistance, then you already know what I'm talking about. But as a step, that's an example of the woman. You can't tell me what to do. That's not my daddy. You ain't my daddy. All right. It says, dang, that hurt. But as a stepfather, I know that I'm not her biological father, but that doesn't mean I won't try to be the best father figure to her. I don't support this message. Okay, I don't support this message. Uh, comment, uh, custom fit relationships. One of the most important things to remember about being a stepfather is that no two relationships or families are the same. Each family is unique and the relationships between each person will be different. It takes time, effort. Why, you, why would you do this? <laughs> why would you do this at that age to make that thing fit? It's already complicated. It's already complicated. You don't have to do this at 22. I would just encourage men before 30, you're, you don't have to do this. You have way too many more options to procreate. Maybe if you don't want to have kids, it says outnumbered. It says you could easily be outnumbered by your stepchildren. This might be challenging for many reasons. For example, when it comes to decision-making, your spouse will always prefer your stepchildren's interest than yours, over yours. However, as a stepfather, it is your job to understand you are a newbie and learn to navigate the waters without making collisions with anyone. To add to the challenge, many stepchildren may see you as a threat to their mother's love and affection. Ninja, please. Unbelievable. Please don't do this. This is not even necessary. <laughs> this is unnecessary for a man that's under 30. You do not have to do this. Time is on your side. You owe them people nothing, fam. What? You're going to put your stepchild's needs in front of you? Oh, my God. Do not do this. Dual loyalties. This is an obstacle that many stepfathers may not anticipate. For example, when, the children, when children from previous marriages are involved, loyalty is already divided. 
and then add a stepfather to the mix, it can equally uh, it can equal a co complete and total loyalty nightmare. And if anything goes wrong, the stepfather will always be the one who suffers the headaches. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Gentlemen, don't do this. You don't have to do this. My my opinion is thirty for sure. Thirty, you don't have to do this. Now you can rise it up to forty and. 35 for sure, for certain. If you're over 40, you don't have to do this okay, at all. You can find another option better than this. Give me one second. All right. Because I'm actually uh, trying to order something. I wonder what, uh, okay, okay. I'm trying to order something. <laughs> Let's see if I can get it here. All right. Yeah, they want me to, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling disconnected. My final challenge is a big one. Feeling disconnected from your new family might seem like a small issue, but it affects many. It can be really hard to feel like you're a part of the family when everyone else has an established history together. But one thing you must remember is to be patient and to keep your expectations reasonable. Why would you do this? Please give me one good reason why you would do this. Now, if you're, oh, let me give you, I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario where this would somewhat make sense. Let's say you already have kids. Your kids are older. You meet a woman with older kids and you don't have to really become this step. That, that's a possibility. Although I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't do it. I've dated women who were single mothers and they certainly had their eyes on me being the guy, the step dummy. Right, they wanted me to be the step dummy. You big dummy. I've met wonderful women and fornicated with a lot of them. They're great fornication uh, material. They're great recreational material. All right, because uh, most of them ain't trying to have no more babies, so that's good. So you don't have to worry about them getting pregnant. They're going to be hell bent on not getting pregnant, so that's a good thing. A lot of them are good in bed because yes, they were either married and shit like that. Now, if you already have kids, they're older, and their kids are older, and you anticipate that you'll be able to have them go on their own way, then you can have your, that's the only possibility. Other than that, if you haven't had kids, don't be a stepdaddy. Go have your own goddamn kids. I mean, like, go have your own kids. Like, well, you don't have to raise nobody else's uh, DNA. That's not what they're entitled to. Um, and I think women who do this are predatory. Women prey on men that are vulnerable and they will make it seem like he's doing a good thing. The reason why I don't like her doing this is because she's you're doing things that are over and above what the other father's doing. The biological father is getting away with doing none of these things. In fact, she might be using you to keep the children away from the biological father. The biological father would love to do these things with the children, but because she's a vindictive biash, she's actually trying to keep the biological father away and then rewarding the stepdad and go look how good the stepdad is and you're like the biological father could be just as good but you're not allowing him to because you're vindictive that's number one number two if the stepfather if the biological father is just ran away and he's not taking he's not financially responsible he's not physically there he's not asking for share of custody well why are you putting these things on that guy why does he have to do it why does he have to do it why is he taking the place of the person that's supposed to be responsible? Are you chasing that person down for child support or any custody? Are you trying to give custody to the father? 
Any woman that's keeping kids away from their father are despicable, meaning that he's fighting for custody and you're saying no and you're playing the victim or you're not telling that dad, hey, you're going to have this kid and we're going to go down to the courthouse and you're going to have them every other weekend and every Wednesday. Like you got to put that on that guy. But instead, you find a gump to put that responsibility on and then don't even demand that the other father step up. You demand that the non-biological father step up. How does that make sense? That doesn't, that's not fair to the children. Not only that, the odds that that marriage, that relationship lasts, that stepdad is slim to none and slim just died. Thus, if he wants to leave and he has the right to leave your ass high and dry, odds are she's going to use the kids to manipulate him into staying. Odds are. Last point on this one. No man under 30 should consider this. When people say don't date a single mother, we're normally talking about younger men. Older men, you might not even have a choice, especially if you live in like College Park, Maryland. You ain't got no choice. Every woman you meet in your age group going to have kids. right? The likelihood that they don't is slim to none. If you don't want to date single mothers and you're an older gentleman, 35 and up, go, go to Thailand, go to the Philippines, go on over somewhere else, go to the Dominican, uh, have some babies overseas. Have some babies overseas. Right? Don't have no babies in here in America. It's too late for your ass. All right? <laughs> and yes, you'll see those babies more than you'll see your kids here in America because they're like, well, I won't be able to see my kid. Odds are, through the lifetime of your kids, just a general bet, just a general bet, odds are, if I have kids overseas, and I'm just saying I don't, I've had kids in America and I got screwed over, all right, but if I have kids overseas, I probably can see them from zero to 17, probably equally or more than biological kids here in America. Do the math. I'm going to do the math. I'm going to give you a scenario because I always provide solutions. When I provide solutions, it doesn't mean you have to like the solution because you'll say, well, what's the solution? I'll give you one. You won't like it, and you'll want me to give you another solution. That's not how it works. I gave you a solution. You didn't like it, so go back, go and screw your life up. So here, if you have kids in the Dominican, let's just say you went to the Dominican and you find you a Dominican mommy. Mm, mm. If I have her, listen. I have her kids over there, get my DNA tests. She stays over there. I stay in America. I come back here and work here. I go to the Dominican, sorry, four times. Four times. I go back and forth. Four trips, a week on, week off. That's four weeks. Then in the summer, the kids come to me and stay in the summer. Now, I know you're like, but I don't want to be. Guys, no father sees their kids every day. I need you guys to put that pipe dream away. I want to be there with my kid every day. No father sees their kids every day. You lucky, if you're a working father, you lucky to see them when, before they hit the bed. All right, stop. And if you're a divorced father or a co-parent, you ain't seeing them every day. So put that pipe dream away. All right, and if you're on your grind, you ain't seeing your kids every day. Stop trying to be a good dad and a good ass uh, worker out here. Then just trying to be everything but be effective. Then just trying to do everything. Everybody trying to do everything. Look, man, go do your shit and let somebody else take care of the kids. But let's go back. Now, your kids are with you all summer from the Dominican. 
You send their ass back to the Dominicano school or private school, a good one where Big Poppy kids go. Then you go every weekend, every other weekend, you go four times in a year. You'll see your kids more and without bullshit than you will see your kids here in America. You know how much it would cost you to see your kids in America that much time against an American woman? An American woman going to fight you to the nail to see them less. And you're going to pay child support. You're going to pay child support to see your kids less. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You'll see your kids with no bullshit. (laughs) Somebody says, stop trying to be a good dad. That's not my quote. I said, stop trying to be there every day. You ain't going to be there. I said, stop trying to be a good dad and be a good, effective earner. It ain't going to happen. It's very rare. You're not going to see your kids every day and be out here making an honest wage. You're not going to do it. It's impossible. You're going to have to give up. See, see, people try to corner you with that bullshit. You're trying to be everything and you're good at nothing. Ninjas out here broke and then trying to be good dads. You're trying to be a present dad and be there every day, but you broke. <laughs> All right? Stop with the bullshit. Don't take half the, the quote and run with it. You cannot do everything. You can't do it. But listen, if you, if you had your kids, and I'm not telling you, I'm just giving you a possible solution. I'm just giving you a possible solution. If you don't like the fact that I said Dominican, change it to Mexico. Change it to Canada. I don't care. I'm not saying go to the Dominican. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. No matter what scenario you you put it in, highly likely you'll see your kids more than in the legal system here in America. Highly likely. With no bullshit. (laughs) So anyway, now if you have a, there's nuance to this. There's nuance to this. Okay, now you got to deal with bullshit. And okay, do you want your kids to meet in Mexico, Dominican? Uh, it's up to you. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know, guys. Get you a Ling Ling. I'm just saying, those things are possible. It's highly possible. There's people right now. There's people right now. Their kids live around the corner from them. And they got to go on Facebook because they're... A stubborn-ass single mama won't let them see the kids. I brought my kids Pampers. I brought my kids formulas. Look, Facebook. Look, Facebook. I bought my kids Pampers. I bought them diapers and formula. Look, look, Facebook. And she, he outside banging on the door. Can I see my kid? Can I see my kid? She won't let me see my kid, Facebook. That ninja live around the corner. Mm. <laughs> he in Cleveland. She live on East 99. Sipping that yay yo baby. And he still can't see the kid. The kid, the kid lives around the corner for 18 years and he's seen the kid. He ain't seen the kid after two years old. <laughs> Meanwhile, this ninja right here done seen the kid the whole goddamn entire time. And he paid child support the entire time. He said, ninjas ain't gonna listen. Look, this guy sees the kids and the father lives around the corner and down the street. <laughs> Come on, fam. Come on, man. Poke, old, poke holes in my argument, but it would be, it's, 
don't just take my argument as that. There's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot to work through. You know, I mean, you got to learn. You got to learn a lot of language. There's got to be dual citizenship. There's a lot to it. But I'm just telling you, as a base argument, as a base argument, you cannot disqualify the argument. <laughs> the argument stands and it's worth discussing. Anyway, let me get in here uh, with the step dummy thing here. Let me see here. I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to talk about this show to- part of the show tomorrow. All right, I'll save that for tomorrow. But anyway, let me get to the Super Chats here. <laughs> let me get to the Super Chats. Oh, man. What a world we live in. Did I get Kevin G? He says, uh, step dummies will delete biological fathers. Facts. There's a story I'm going to share about this where um, a dad, a, I think it was a dad just won custody of their kids, got deleted. Another one. Another one. Uh, I'm going to have to find the story. Father just won custody of the kid, got deleted. Just like that. I mean, they cannot stand. Dude, American women cannot stand stand fathers being in their kids' lives. They can't stand it. I don't know what pisses them off, but it infuriates them if the kids, guys, you could be married and this happens, by the way. If anybody wants to acknowledge this, you could be married and you could be your kids because, hi, dad, and they will have a hissy fit. <laughs> they be like, oh. The kids never say hi, mom, when I come home. They be pissed the fuck off. And you're like, what do you want me to do with this information? Well, you get to come home and be the hero while I discipline all day. They cannot stand it. Women are super insatiable. You can give them everything and they'll complain, fam. They'll complain. Now, if you get a divorce or you break up with your baby mama, if you try to be present in your kid's life, they're going to try to ruin that shit. They're going to ruin it. This is in general. But if you break up and you run from your kids, they'll be sitting there saying you should be a good daddy, (laughs) but only on their terms. They cannot stand when the father is trying to be present in their kid's life. They would just wish that you're not there. But when you're there, they're going to make it miserable for you when you're there. They're going to make it miserable. They're going to nitpick. They're going to parent when they need to not parent. They're going to parental alienate. They're going to be toxic, dragging you to child support court, treating you like a slave. And you're sitting there like, (laughs) dude, women women, women are their own problems. They create their own problems. And thus, when they have problems, don't try to solve it. If they blame you for their problems, just take the blame and walk the hell off. Most likely, they should figure out it's their own problem they created. All right, but this is just how they live, and they cannot help it, gentlemen. Be careful who you interact with. The 10th man says uh, men really don't see value in themselves outside of women. They don't. This is the hardest thing we battle. Women don't see value in themselves outside of women. You're only defined by women. This is why I get critical of dating coaches and players. I was like, do women define you? Are you only defining yourself by how women treat you? Steve Harvey, goofy-ass boomers. Well, they just got three wives. You suck with women. But look at how I treat my woman. Abba-dabba-dabba. 
You need to define yourself out of how women see you, for real. That is the only thing that's going to make you the man you need to become. If everything, you're defined by women, you're defined by your relationships, the type of women you can get. You're defined by, um, you're defined by your failures with women. Loser. You're a loser. <laughs> All right. That, that, that's nothing more. You have to find your value outside of that. I don't care if it's money. I don't care if it's accomplishments. My accomplishments far outweigh my success with women. Far. It ain't even close. In fact, much of what I couldn't accomplish probably could be blamed on women. <laughs> I was pretty good. If I take women, if I take any interaction I've had with women outside of what I've done, I probably succeeded like 99% of the time. I probably got exactly what I wanted. Now, when you put women into it, everything that I tried to accomplish when the woman was included probably failed 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> It probably was like a hit or miss. It probably was like a struggle dragging a goddamn woman across the finish line. Carrying them on my back. <laughs> All right. But when it was them, when they weren't involved in it, I probably won every goddamn time. Every. <laughs> this is more than likely. I'll say it 99%. Anyway. <laughs> My life has been like, pew. now, when, as soon as I got distracted by a woman, it probably was a disaster. Here we go right here. Tell me I'm wrong anyway. Oh, this is the, uh, he says, women deletes herself and kids because of custody battle with father. I, um, that was the father. That was the story I was talking about. So a woman lost custody to the child's father and she deleted herself and the kids. Another story. Another story. This is a new story. A new story. It happened the other day. Thank you, Jay Will. A new story. Another woman that could not stand the father being active. She lost custody and deleted the kids. I might share that story tomorrow. Oh, wait a minute. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But nobody wants to deal with these issues. We're obviously we're the toxic ones for talking about this. But nobody wants to deal with these issues head on. Okay, we're the ones that are the problem here. Shout out to Jones G says, I gave my son, I gave my son's homework uh, from your content. Thanks. Shout out to you. I think your son is uh, um, 18 or 14. Okay, let me get these super chats here. But it's a frustrating thing. And my the reason why I get passionate and frustrated is because I know I'm right. I, I'm not wrong. I have plenty of evidence to back me up. That's number one. Number two, it's frustrating because I'm coaching men. I'm trying to get men to see it. So people see, think the frustration is the frustration that I experience. Guys, I'm well over it. I've moved on. I've gotten way better in my life since my issues. And I've been able to find through the free agent lifestyle a way to get around these issues. I don't have problems anymore. Not even with my ex. The little problem she creates for me doesn't frustrate me. It kind of is it's comical to me. It doesn't make sense. but it goes par for the course. I'm not frustrated with that anymore. What I'm frustrated with is men. I'm trying to get men to understand this. So I get passionate to try to show you every day. This is why I present so much evidence. This is why I put so much attention to it. Because I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to show you. And Ninja still going to come in here, Steve Harvey. 
Okay. A coach has to be passionate about what he's talking about. And I got to take my time to show you why the philosophy is why it is. Okay. Now, if I just sat up there like, hey, my life got better, so to hell with you. That's the problem in our society. And yes, I should get paid for this endeavor. Stick it up your ass. All right. I should get paid for this. This is very, very critical work. So anybody thinking you shouldn't get paid for this, you're a jackass you, or you're jealous. All right, but I'm passionate about it because I think men, and I don't have to save every man. I only need to save one. <laughs> All right, I only need to save one. I only need to see make one man see it my way. But most men are hard-headed and you're stupid and horny. But what I'm going to tell you is, if I can't save you after the fact. So after you getting drugged and after you getting your kids alienated and after child support on your neck, I can't help you at all. Thank you for the uh, contributions to this show because a lot of men also have been through this and they can't talk about this like I'm talking about it. So now this is how they do it to keep the message going so more men can hear it. But let me just be honest about this. What I'm saying is 100% true. There's no errors in my message, none. And people try to nitpick every now and then. You saw the guy earlier try to nitpick and misquote me. But you know what I mean. There's nobody that can deny what I'm talking about. It's a fact. It's an absolute fact. Anybody that tries end up gaslighting me or calling me names, which is not a critical way to break down my message. So what I'm saying is true. It's a matter of if you're going to accept it. And if you don't accept it, walk the path of what many men have walked and get their head chopped off. (laughs) All right? That's all. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. You're going to take that L. You have a high chance of taking that L. And with today's modern woman, you got an 80% chance you're going to take that L. Today's modern woman You have an 80% chance you're going to take that L. It ain't even 50-50, guys. It's 80-20, probably 90% chance you're going to take that L. From beginning to end. And if you're a black male or a minority, you're going to take that L. It's almost guaranteed. If you're a black male in relationships, you're going to take that L. How many black men do you know? How many black fathers do you know that are raising their kids from zero to when that kid turns 18 or cross that high school stage? Count them. Count them. Unless you live in a black middle class area um, uh, outside of Houston or Jackson. How many black men do you know that was in their kid's life from beginning to end? I mean, meaning that beginning, beginning of childhood birth to the end of childhood adulthood. How many? (laughs) Statistics tell us it's 80%. Statistics tell us just it's an 80% single mother raised. That's That's just the statistics. Now take what you see in your life. Take what you see. How many? You're more likely to raise another man's kid than your own kid. It's a very small proposition. Very small, but uh, there's some men that are doing it. There are some men. 
How old from birth to when they cross high school graduation? From birth until they become a legal adult. How many? How many do you know? They're there. They're here. But how many do you know? Somebody said they don't know one. So what are the odds that it's, you're going to do it? What are the odds? It, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> it's almost certain it's not going to happen. Almost certain. It's a slam dunk. It's a guarantee that you're not going to make it through it. So what do you? what should you do? You should plan for that as opposed to roll the dice and gamble against it. It's a, it's very few. <laughs> anyway, the Jimmy ZTT says, checking in from Philly, Juco. Shout out to you. This year's spring collection is on fire. I'm working in overtime to add to the Jasmine Rice Fund, but here's a little something towards the free agent lifestyle education. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Somebody says she makes her content. In fact, yes. You know, the, my ex, I don't know what it is, but maybe she's in on it. <laughs> but everything she does helps me make my content. <laughs> so it actually is like one of those things that it's a head scratcher. Bob says, if you're below 35, you are a dummy to be a stepdad. Dummy. All right, shout out to Asia. Shout out to you. Thank you for checking in. Replica GL says, being a stepdad might be my only chance to be a dad coach. Ain't no women giving me children. Also, you said... Having a child is an L anyway. I didn't really say that, all right? However, it's not free. By the way, children aren't free. I don't care what you guys think. By the, there, There's a video I was going to play about a woman telling you how much, how much um, a child costs in terms of cost of birth. So if you're going to tell me, well, I don't want to have a kids overseas because of the cost it takes to go back and forth overseas, I'm going to tell you don't have children. Because if you're looking at children as, a, as, as not a cost, Versus a cost, you're too broke to have kids. All right, but not everybody had kids while they were financially stable. I get it. But if you're looking at it as, well, it costs to have kids overseas, you already lost the argument, right? Because kids ain't free. Shout out to R. Miller says, keep telling the truth. Thank you, sir. We got uh, A.B. says, my brother's, my brother's ex deleted her kids and deleted herself. More of these stories need to be told. More of these stories need to be told. Nashwick says, remember the newspaper birthday dad? The newspaper birthday dad. I don't remember that story. But if you give me more details, I remember it. All right, step dummies will delete biological fathers. They will. Step, step, daddy, step dummies will fight the biological father most of the time because you've been gaslit to hate the man before you even met the man. All right, you're, and by the way, gentlemen, if you're ever in a situation where a woman invites you, hey, can you come to my child custody hearing? Can you come to my child support hearing? Don't do it. Bow out. It's not your business. All right, all you're going to do is either delete him. He gonna, you're going to get deleted over some goofy shit. Um, don't get involved in custody uh, exchanges. Don't show up. Tell that bitch to go, take, go to the police station and exchange custody. Go to the school and exchange. Don't show up. Don't do it. Don't get yourself involved in this. If if you haven't heard his side of the story and she's saying he a deadbeat and he do, do not believe this shit. Don't believe a damn word she says until you see proof of what she's saying. If you see proof of what she's saying, 
that he a deadbeat. He don't take care of himself. He don't see the kids. He don't call. He don't show up. If you see that proof, then you can believe it. But if you don't see it and she tells you months in the head, my bad, blah, 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 do not believe a damn word she says. She's likely lying and not telling you what she's doing. She's the contributing factor. She's 50% of the equation, and she's not telling you the little bullshit she's doing. I'm telling you, do not get involved, okay? Do not get involved. And she'll still fuck that guy, just to let you know. She'll still have sex with that guy. Um, the guy she's talking about, she'll still go over there and have sex with that guy behind your back. <laughs> All right, let me see here. We got Venmo. No government name SD says, I'm looking into a solution of having children in South America. He says, tell him, coach, for less than $1,500 a month, the kids will have a live a great life, be bilingual, and will probably worship you because every time they see you, it will be like Christmas. Indeed. Miles says, 26-year-old male, I found out Tina Marie was white today. I was shocked. Interesting. She also has an album called Sapphire. <laughs> Indeed. All right, man. Shout out to you for that one. Yes. Um, I appreciate the support. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way out. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for the support. We'll be back tomorrow for Tuesday. Gordita. Enjoy yourselves. Peace.